Whoa. Did you actually put this mix together? Like Welcome, lovers and friends. I, of course, am Justin Judge, joined by Theo, and our guest today is Corey Ock. Yes, sir. How you doing, Corey? How you doing, man? I love that hoodie sweat pant combo, by the way. Yeah, that, yeah nice. it felt like a cloudy day. Yeah. It rem- I remember growing up, so I was I talked to you about this before, how like hip-hop doesn't really have a style anymore. Mm-hmm. There's not really like a set thing where all rappers dress like with the backwards jeans or the jerseys. Right. But I remember, like, early 2000s, I felt like the matching sweatpants. The matchy-matchy outfits. Was, yeah, yeah, was yeah. definitely in back then. You know how that shit went yeah, back in the yeah, day. Yeah. The, the, the matchy-matchy swag, everything coordinating all together, that was the wave back then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that was definitely a wave. And you are from Delaware County, correct, sir? That's correct. Yes, that sir. was the first thing you said to me. I was so excited. You all said, I'm right. a Delaware County. Are you a rapper or a hip-hop artist? Uh... Damn, it's two different categories nowadays. Uh, I mean, what would you categorize yourself as? Uh, I, I categorize myself as a hip-hop artist because hip-hop, obviously, to the people who have been listening to it and really know it, mm. they know it's been different, many different styles in hip-hop mm. outside of just one uh, way of rapping, per se, like drill now or something like that's that's you know or mumble rap it's been so many different swags and styles of rap so i say i'm a hip-hop artist like i sample and touch on all Mm -hmm. the greats and how they came up and how they you know i guess did they think back in the day so you say back in the day in the greats yeah when you say that who's your mount rushmore uh wow i mean my mount rushmore you know, like, all right, I'll just go straight from me, like, well, who raised me? You know, because mm-hmm. as as hip-hop artists, you know, even if you're a little older than me and you were on and you was in the public eye, you know, like, you looked at them as, like, bigger than what they were, you know, just, just off the strength of how they inspired you, you know? So I always say, like, they raised me, you know, mm-hmm. like, they gave me the little morals and ethics that I came up with outside of with my family and, you know, and people like that told me. But, you know, on my Mount Rushmore, I'll start with, I'll start with my favorite rapper of all time, Kanye. Ooh. Is that where the fashion sense comes from? Because fa- was that yeah. somebody who put it in your mind was mm-hmm. Kanye West, but like the fashion sense in your mind? Yeah, Kanye West. I mean, the one thing I say about Kanye West is my brother and me were like five years apart, but we always competed on so many different levels. Our music tastes, our mm-hmm. sports, you know, we both play sports. We was always kind of going at each other. And he used to listen to more like more like street rappers like Jeezy, um, you know, uh, Gotti, you know, people like that. Um, and I respected all of those dudes, in, in, including Jay-Z as well, but I respected all of those dudes. But Kanye was the person that made me embrace more of a different side of myself outside of just his music, his style, mm-hmm. um, his attitude, um, and his creativity was just, like, too inspiring for me to ignore. What about now? Uh, I say now, as a grown man, I judge Kanye off of... Uh, uh, his his current events and current things he's said and done, I look at it as like his transgressions in life, like mm-hmm. everybody else has, and his his change of opinion, scenery, people around him is all different. So he's reacting to it, but in his heart and I think his true form, I think he's still the yay that like. No, I think uh, I always new in love. I feel that because I don't mm-hmm. look at him for his events. Yeah, like all the shit he went through. It's current events. Yeah, it's I don't, times. I don't, I don't really look at that. I look at like his art. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I look at Kanye to be who he is. Like yeah. him being so great, 
his artistry has like changed music. Period. Correct. Like Correct. everybody does little things. Like it's crazy. Like listening to music. If you listen to music now, right, you will hear a lot of yay mm-hmm. into what people are doing now. Like I was oh, listening yeah. to uh, mm-hmm. what's the joint? Um, my twisted dark fantasy. Yeah. Or how I've, my dark twisted fantasy. Yeah. All right. mm-hmm. That joint. Mm-hmm. Production. Oh yeah. How he how he attacked it. it right. Was and, crazy. And and for me too. When you say production, a lot of people just overlook production, even on a rock album, a country mm-hmm. album, any type of album. If the production is good, that means that they had a room full of the greats. Everybody who's great at what they do, what they do and how they do it and how they express themselves all in one room on one project focused on one task. Yeah. That is like hard to do. So people say like, no ID, you know, everybody helped Ye get to mm-hmm. where he is. Mm-hmm. Obviously, everybody helped him, mm-hmm. um, but it was his formula that started it. Oh, yo, Just, I'm sorry, he's sorry. different. That's yeah, he's different. But my next Mount Rushmore, go ahead, is Jay. Uh, okay, Jay Z just is that, a standard of excellence. For that's me. your favorite, correct? He has he, a standard, he's, of excellence. he's the second favorite to me, man. Yes. So, I've talked about this many times. I think Jay Z. And Beyonce both are the most overrated people of all time. Oh, okay. I know this is very unpopular, but right. I, I just That's I, a hot take. I know. I just think they're so <laughs> it's overrated. A very hot take, man. I mean, anybody who wins a lot and is always revered as number one, we know. Um they receive a, a level of scrutiny that um is hard to live up to. Yeah, like people hate Tom Brady. You can't right. say he's not the best of all I time. I hate though. Tom Brady. I hate Tom Brady. <laughs> like everybody, like, I don't like Tom Brady at all. But, and I, but, but in the end, though, the one thing I'd say that's different about me, I respect him. Mm-hmm. I totally respect him. You don't have to like him. Mm-hmm. You got to respect the greats. And Jay Z, um, as a, from a from a rapper to a hip hop artist, to a mogul, to a businessman, to mm-hmm. a father, to a role model for me, and to hear my dad, who I respect and love. You know, talk talk about Jay and his moves. Like, yeah, he's like definitely all around Mount Rushmore for me. Okay, so that's top two. Who's number three? <laughs> get hard, don't it? When no, it don't get it, hard. Man, it just you know what it is. Yeah, when you, you think try about to it, cram, right, right, a lot of errors. Four, in yeah, one, like in, it's, in one, it's crazy. I always but, come up with five, bro. But all right, I I laugh because I'll say this, and I said it on other interviews before. Wiz Khalifa is in my Mount Rushmore. Ain't nothing wrong with that, brother. <laughs> Ain't nothing wrong with you that, know, brother. Yeah, the season going crazy. Because you know she's got to be through college, baby. And and, <laughs> and, 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 and just his free spirit, his 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 his, his like aura, mm-hmm. um, and how he embraced just his wave, his swag, and created his own lane into the music industry that is. Got him, what has he got, like 15 years in the game? 20, almost 20 years in or something like that? Wiz? Yeah. I mean, yeah. Wiz has got longevity. I'm not a school. On, 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 on Atlantic Records, like a, a major record deal. So Damn. Wiz and his mixtapes, definitely. Uh-huh. All right. Inspired me. What's your number four? Wiz Khalifa, I did not see coming, but I, that was, everyone enjoyed that. <laughs> no, real shit, because Wiz. Wiz is tough. Wiz is just. Oh, who is that guy on your uh, hoodie? Marvin the Martian, bro. I haven't seen him in forever. <laughs> I love Marvin the Martian. When I look Martian. back in my back seat and I seen it, I just got all these memories as soon as I look at it. <laughs> I love Marvin the Martian. Yeah. Um, I guess my fourth, not my, not I guess, but I would probably say. Lil Dicky, is that what you said? 
Oh, <laughs> definitely not. I mean, hey, look, he got a bad. Leading you know, the witness, leading the witness, yeah, little dicky, yeah. little dicky, he said it. Leading the witness. No, I see. Love little dicky. I, re- I, <laughs> I respect little dicky. Uh, I respect him. He do, he do his thing. Uh, he's a lyrical assassin. I think if he really put his mind to it. Uh, but my fourth would be uh Meek. It would definitely be Meek Mill. Mm-hmm. Okay. I grew up on him. I watched his 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 glow up. You know, um, from when YouTube was just beginning to pop and all his DVDs before YouTube, um, and then how he didn't just fall into the battle rap lane. You know what I mean? I don't think he ever was a battle rapper. Me personally. I think he only did it because that was what was going on. That was what was going on. Because if you think about it, he mm -hmm. always battled with like a bop. Yeah. He always had a... It was a verse. Yeah, it was always that. So I I never looked at him as a battle rapper. I always looked at him as an artist Mm -hmm. because he can make songs. Like think about all the battle rappers that came that... Couldn't make a song. Right. He was killing you with, I'm in my bag. That's a fact. Um, and that's why I say his focus, like, to not fall into, like, damn, man, I'm getting hundreds and hundreds of views. You know, like, I, uh, I you know, you know, thousands of views. I should just continue to, like, go on people's blocks and battle. He was like, no, I got to get with Cosmic Kev. I got to yeah. meet this person, meet that person, create relationships so I can get up out of here. That's why he's where he at. Yeah, that's why I, I respect, I respect that. I respect that answer. Totally. So, yeah, that was, that'll be four. my Mount Rushmore top four. That's dope. All respect. Well, I have a question on that. But first, every episode we get a different beer for a guest. Yeah. You Delco dude, you, you rep Delco in all your songs. Yes, sir. So, 2SP, the all-weather Delco lager, should be a sponsor. Sponsor. As you're tasting this and telling me, thinking about what you're going to tell me, how you like the beer or not. You brought up uh, how he was on YouTube. I me grew up on YouTube and all that. You I think YouTube? You know what's crazy? I never had a beer before. Wait, what? Like ever? I've never had a beer before. Never? Life. What does that even mean? You know what it is? <laughs> I'm, I, I, I'm, I'm a picky person. Uh-huh. And I don't I don't think it was something I would ever like. Uh-huh. I wasn't going to tell y'all because I watched the last couple episodes and uh-huh. I seen a beer floating around, but I figured I'd tell y'all since y'all my guys. This is my first beer with y'all, man. Hey. <laughs> Holy <laughs> shit! Cheers, man. Go us! Cheers, baby. Cheers, Cheers definitely. Man. My what first beer ever, man. Delco. This, this is when you become an old head right here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is, this yeah, is yeah I want to embrace that side of you, too, bro. <laughs> you a dad, mad. you come home. Yeah, I'm not mad. Yeah. Nah, man. Turn the game on. <laughs> so, just, just, just don't get used to it. You get a belly. You have another one coming. And I'm already in there trying to get it, man. Yeah, I feel you. So you were speaking about how Meek came up on YouTube. Do you right. think YouTube has oversaturated the market with too many musicians, making it harder for the best to rise up because there's so much noise? Or do you think it's helping smaller artists rise up to higher power, like to higher levels? Well, what I'll say about music in strictly, let's just focus to hip hop, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I heard, I watched an interview with Gucci Man one time, and a guy called in. Um, uh, 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 I guess an artist, and he was just talking to Gucci like, man, there's so many underground artists mm-hmm. that's not getting the attention that they deserve. We on YouTube, you know, similar to what you were saying, we're there, we're we're posting, we're mm-hmm. we're hashtagging, but we just not getting the traction that we feel like we deserve, and we have the talent. And Gucci man said, bro, I hear you, but the game only salute those that rise to the top, and mm-hmm. that's just strictly the hip hop to me, you know, like. You got to just keep grinding. You got to mm-hmm. keep, keep working hard. And I respect having YouTube because it does give me a free platform to to put my content out there if and when my opportunity comes. So I don't look at it that way. You don't see it as oversaturating the market? No. Oversaturating the market is the artists that are currently uh, uh, on, is what we like to say, 
or you know signed um or in the public eye that are uh uh showing people a a a kind of tell a, a a fairy tale that you can just put out some music dress like this tattoo your body like this mm-hmm. get your hairstyle like this and you can just blow up yeah there's millions of kids who've done that who have not blown up. So it's just like that's what's oversaturating the market in my opinion. Who do you think the worst rapper that's famous right now is? <laughs> the, uh, that question goes to you too, sir. Pump. I don't even know who that is. Oh, there's a lot of people that I Lil don't Pump. know. Little Pump. See, I ain't even going. Uh, I'm going to keep it G. I ain't going to really say is a, a trash rapper out here because I give everybody the benefit of the doubt. Mm-hmm. Because that trash rapper can put out 30 songs and out of them 30, you're going to like one. Mm-hmm. Like or you're gonna like one verse or you're gonna like a hook. Like right. damn, he killed that. So mm-hmm. I give everybody the fair chance to not even call uh, a rapper corny. Now, do I think people don't deserve to be in certain spots? Yeah, but I don't think that. Uh, I don't think it's like a corny rapper out there. Yeah, like trash, trash. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, no, look, behind like, the scenes. Look, that, that's yeah. what I'm saying though. That like that's that's just like my take on it. You know what <laughs> I'm saying? Topic. Just from giving everybody. That you know what I'm saying, giving right? everybody a fair share. Yeah. Now saying what I said, Jay Z's earlier. I said he's overrated. I agree. I I still think that. But I mean, Big Pimpin'. I love Big Pimpin'. There's a lot of songs I yeah, like. See? Right. But that mumble rap you're talking about, we talked about this before. Mm-hmm. I think it's trash. I don't discount it because other people do like it. So right. I mean, there's TV shows out there that I think are trash, but I can't just say. I mean, I can say when I'm drunk that's trash. I won't watch it. But yeah, I mean, yeah. there's a market for everybody. Say it when Facts. you're sober. But yeah, I I, I I totally agree with you. You know. um, it's something for everybody out there, um, but you know, uh, yeah, hip hop is just a bit oversaturated mm-hmm. with a certain type of artist to me. Yes, yeah, that's they just go this with the is hook. true, good brother. Uh-huh. So when did you true. when did you start writing? When did you make that transition from I listen to hip hop and rap to this is something I really enjoy and I want to continue to do this? Right. Yeah. Um, I started writing probably my senior year in high school. Mm-hmm. I was I was I I I played around with the idea of writing just because my brother used to rap um and I was like hooked on all his little tapes and CDs he would make and songs he would make um and I was I I wanted to be like him a lot, you know, growing up. Obviously, that's my older brother. I wanted to kind of be doing what he was doing. Um and but yeah, around senior year, uh people was doing little freestyles, you know, you in the lunchroom rapping you 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 know just freestyling, trying to make a little something for the girls, whatever it is you're doing. <laughs> um, and then I wrote a song to Otis with Jay Z and uh, Kanye West, mm-hmm. uh, me and my friend at the time. Um, and he's still my guy. Um, but yeah, we wrote a song and then we put it out. Mm-hmm. And then uh, throughout the high school, it was kind of buzzing. Mm-hmm. People was talking about it. People <laughs> was walking up to us like, "Yo, we heard the song." Da, da, da. I'm like, "Oh yeah." And I kind of start. I like that feeling. Like I like that people yeah. was like. Like my words, like what I, was the first compliment you got? I know you had to have received like the first one that stuck out that I should make another song. Like who said? Like do you remember like the conversation? Like yeah, who like when I came into school, I came into school it was that Friday. We dropped it uh, Thursday night, and we was all on like MySpace. We was everywhere, just trying yeah. to like tell people like, yo, but just just press play on this damn song for us. Like uh-huh. just listen to it. Um, and then we came in, and that day at lunch, it was it was lit. Mm-hmm. Like people was just coming up to me, like, "Yo, you need to make another song, yo." The oldest joint crazy that we like, 
like what? What was it about? What was the song about? Uh, it was it was a remix to a Jay Z and Kanye song that was super popular, where their two is going back and forth on the mm-hmm. song, like. You know, Jay Z give like a couple different lines, and then Kanye jump in and give a couple different lines. Then they had shot record. a yeah, they had shot a crazy video to it. It was and a big record. They was cutting up a Maybach in the video, mm-hmm. and it was mm. it was just it was it was, it was a, a time. Yeah. So he started around the same time as you, Theo, because Theo started freshman year of college. Freshman year of college, yeah. but I was just producing. Well, I was in yeah. twenty. That was in like twenty ten for me that I started writing. You graduated high school twenty ten. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm two thousand eight. You oh nah. Oh, no. Okay. okay. Okay, yeah. So we all, college, we're all around the yeah. same age. I mean, I don't write music, though. Right. He I'm sings. Not, yeah. No, I, singer. I, oh, well. I, I, <laughs> I mean, you know, careful. Let's, girls, put the depends on because you're about to get wet. No. Uh, <laughs> Yo, this fool. <laughs> but, uh, hey, man, Eddie. Uh, do you write a lot about like uh, relationships and stuff in your music? Is it uh, like personal stuff? I've touched on that. I've touched on that topic. Uh, that's a sensitive thing to do when you when you uh, are a hip hop artist. Mm-hmm. You know, your first instinct is to rap about your nice clothes and your and your and your and your uh, you know your lifestyle, or to rap about your true feelings, like some real stuff, some things you're going through in life mm-hmm. and stuff like that. But your relationship, you kind of guard it a little bit. Yeah. For me. You know, I don't know. No, I'm, I'm, I'm yeah, the same way, the same bro. Way. I don't really uh, just well, guard it a little bit. Yeah, because I don't be, I don't like people to mm-hmm. to know too much. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I, then and then people get inspired by your story, which mm-hmm. is cool. Mm-hmm. But now they all up in your business, you know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, so <laughs> for scary. as a podcaster, yeah, I mean, my girl can see everything I do here. She sees my hands. Right. There's a girl there. She's over here. Mm-hmm. Now, if you guys as musicians have a music video come out, you need to have a girl there. It just needs to happen. That's right. How does that go in a relationship when there's a girl in the music video? She's just a music video girl. Correct. She's just playing a part. I mean, for me, uh, honestly speaking, there's been times that me and my wife have had disagreements on that. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you look at my videos, uh, this is my cameraman over here, my man Easy Mello. He's been my cameraman since for 10 years. Mm-hmm. Um, most of my videos don't have women in them, um, mainly because um, at first I thought I just didn't need them. I was just like, I don't need no girls. You know, I can do my own thing. I'm I'm cool enough. I'm swaggy enough. Mm-hmm. I don't need all of that. Mm-hmm. Um, but as the times went on, obviously more and more women were in the hip hop videos. Mm-hmm. Um, so in the recent times, that has been something that me and my me and my wife have talked about. Um, and I've been, if I am using a woman in a video, it's been very strategic. Like, put your, you can put your hands. Here. This is a green be zone, here red. At eight, <laughs> and she's leaving at eight thirty one. Is your girl she's, at the? At the music video? My wife is not she if she wants to be. Mm-hmm. When I wake up that morning, she knows I have a video shoot. She'll she'll let me know. I'll know by like around like an hour before if she's going or if she's just chilling. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> yeah no. Nah, that, so it don't matter to me, but you know. You ain't never lie about that, mm-hmm. uh, about uh pitting visuals out with girls. When I was in a relationship, I yeah. wouldn't do it. Like yeah. now you see my visual now and it's yeah. just different because I guess it's like a respect thing. Correct. Um, I, I just never wanted to go that right. far or Keep it G. I just didn't even want people to even mm-hmm. tap into that. Like, look right. into the video and just start seeing That's why I said I like, used to think I didn't need them, even, even didn't even need them. But, you know, one thing I can tell you about my with, 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 with the women in the videos, I'm confident enough to tell my wife, you can be in my video, man. Mm-hmm. But my wife may not be comfortable mm-hmm. in that setting because she is not an artist. She is not. She's understanding that I'm an artist. She's understanding that I have to do videos. But... I have to kind of 
communicate really well to understand her side of it too. So. Yeah, I, I just <laughs> I find that to be a weird line to walk when you're in a relationship. It I mean, is. even on here when I have girls on here, yeah, it's still like you know certain things you kind of can't say in a relationship. Talk about it. <laughs> I mean, when I first started this podcast, I wasn't in a relationship. Mm-hmm. I was fucking a bunch of different girls. Anyway, <laughs> uh, then I found Ashley, who Big I love dog. very much, right, and. I, you know, cut all that out. And then for the first few podcasts, she didn't come, but she would listen. And then she's like, I'm going to come on one of your podcasts. I said, okay, cool. And by the way, hilarious. If you haven't seen any of her episodes or I heard her few. talk. Yeah, I, I literally was doing my homework and just watching oh, all of Well, them. thank you, sir. She's yeah, sure. hilarious. Way funnier than me. Mm. Can't get as funny as she wants to be just because of what she does for a living. But hilarious. Right. Even yeah, she, 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 she's dope. <laughs> she's dope shout as shit, to, bro. Yes, shout, shout out to Ashley. I'm gonna take a Ashley. sip. Ashley, let's take a sip. Ashley, I'm in here drinking beer. Look, look, look Delco, at your face. Delco, Delco <laughs> Lager. Is it Lager or is it Jaeger? Which one? Lager, brother. Lager. What, what, what do you mean, Jaeger? Somebody, Lager. somebody told I think me. He... Some people say it different. Like, I guess they pronounce it different. Like, I don't. I never heard Jaeger. Jaeger. That's. If there's a J and it's a German. Oh, okay. So Maybe there's I'll a... Mix it too. Yeah, yeah. I don't drink beer. Uh, well, I, know, I got another beer for you, so... Oh, wait right. wait until we get to that drink. subject. We're going to get to there. Actually, <laughs> so have you always had such a great relationship with women, or was there a relationship that you had that kind of brought you to be where you are today? So yeah. you're married now, and I know that's great, but Not we've yet. all had... Actually, it's my fiance. We're working on that. Okay. Yeah, we're getting that, getting that lined up with COVID and everything. Okay, yeah, I know that's... But mm. well, what about... Have you had a serious relationship before that? That Yeah, I've had a serious relationship before that. Uh, just one other time uh, with a young lady that I was friends with in high school. Mm-hmm. Grew up together and then uh, 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 decided that we, we should be, you know, we should try a relationship. Lasted for a few years and then we broke up. How did that relationship end? Uh, she ended up leaving. Yeah. Why? Always leave, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yo, I always say girls are always leaving guys now. Like right. it used to be guys were just like, I'm gonna go get a pack of cigarettes, I'll be I won't be back, basically. Right. Now right. women are just so fast to leave because social media they can get a dick anytime, anywhere, any, any time of the day. I mean Yeah, it's true. I mean it's there's a lot of different reasons out there, but uh I say she leave because at that time I was like I told you, I was rapping mm-hmm. um and I was shooting a lot of videos with girls, without girls, you know, doing what I was doing, you know, um, and uh, uh, just just caught up in so much in me that mm-hmm. I didn't even, you know, I didn't even, I, I didn't even see it coming because I was so caught up in me. You know, they say there's usually signs, but I was nine, I was 18, 19. Okay. You know, I was a kid, mm-hmm. you know, so I, 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 it, 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 it didn't, it didn't, uh, it didn't dawn on me that she was probably unhappy. <laughs> uh, similar to sounds, Theo, sounds yeah. very, very put the real. music first, yeah, kind of thing. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's how yeah, I go though. Very true. That's how I go though. Once mm-hmm. you start like spending too much time, like especially if you're passionate about it, mm-hmm. I love music. Like right. nobody, that's the top priority. Other than my kid, right? That's the top priority. And your of my friends, life. yeah, like you know, and all that. Stuff. And the podcast, Theo. Yeah, the podcast too. <laughs> but like when it comes to music, though, like <laughs> it's just something. Like I mean, mm-hmm. I, I don't know. It's just something about it, bro. I can't. Yeah. I, so relationship shit i understand that right yeah Yeah. and for me like i was i was get like i said it was like a local thing so i was getting a lot of people like showing so much love and i was i was just like get scary man i was feeling myself too much and i I, I didn't even realize like i said i didn't even realize that she was probably just losing losing focus like lose i was losing her or whatever it was like that so 
how did the breakup go? Like, did she just not come home? Did you get, were you guys living together? No, no, okay. no, no. Like I said, I was only 20 when she, I was, no, I was, I was 20 turning 21 when she left, I think. So I was living with my mom and she was living with her mom. We, it was one of those things where we were best friends, like I said. So we spent so much time together mm-hmm. um, that that was all we knew, you know, and, once I started rapping, once I once she started to grow up, go to college, whatever it is she was doing, you know, mm-hmm. the relationship was just there, you know, and and then I just kind of just like, like I said, I was so caught up in me, I didn't realize that uh, she was probably unhappy. So Did you, could you tell towards the end in her facial? I've talked about uh, dead face where dead right. face. they look past you, they're like they're they're talking to you, but they're talking to you like they talk to everybody else. They, yeah, like yeah, they're talking to I, Joe at the gas station. Like, yeah, yeah pump, pump six. Yeah, I could tell that she was unhappy. Um, and then one day in the apartment, she just let it out. She just let it out when I had moved my brother. Mm-hmm. Um, we had an apartment together, and um, again, I had endless freedom again. You mm-hmm. know, I come from a, uh, not a strict home, but my mom is a uh, very influential in my life at one mm-hmm. point, and I hadn't left the nest. You know, and then around nineteen, I kind of just got up out of there and started having more freedom and being able to do more things. If I want to play my game all day and smoke weed or whatever, you know, whatever I was doing. So, oh, sorry. Sorry. Oh, no, I, I, you're uh, good. Okay, all right, cool. Yeah, you know, if I want to do something like that, I was doing that. And, um, you know, um, I came in and uh, just a regular day for me. And I came in and she and she had, I think, what you call the dead face. And she just told me, like, how she felt. And uh, I remember getting upset, you know, like. How do you I, mean upset? I was just like, like, Why? Were you mad? Like, were you mad? Or were you? Yeah, I sad? was mad, but I was a little bit relieved. I think in hindsight, mm. I was just like. <laughs> but at the end of the day, you were young, bro. Yeah, like, that's why mine's is a yeah, bit different because yeah. I had we didn't have any responsibilities, and I I totally like now now that I'm older, I totally appreciate that time, and and was just like, you know, it was cool, but um, in more ways than one, it should have happened. Okay, because uh, I handle mine different, so mine uh-huh. was a divorce. I wow. cried right, right away like a little bitch. Wow, uh, Theo, wow, you you took a couple of days. You, it didn't seem real to you, right? Is yeah, that what like, you said? yeah, it didn't it didn't process right mm-hmm. for like a week, mm-hmm. and it didn't process until I actually moved out the crib. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. But like I was saying, ours, mine's is a little bit different because like you, right. yours happened so early. Right now, if I could have got like. Yeah. Caught a grip on it early like that, and, right. it, and we could have won our wage. And see, would have been different. And, and see, honestly, we we tried a rematch. You know, like my initial, and when I think back to that time, my initial thing after just her telling me that was like, okay, I'm gonna try to win my girlfriend back. Mm-hmm. So I think I like went and bought her like some UGG boots or something <laughs> <laughs> from like Lord and Taylor's across the street from my apartment, uh-huh. and uh, like a card. And uh, I went in there and I just kind of gave it to her and I just was trying to talk to her to understand like where what is where, what is happening here mm-hmm. and, and 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 it was to no avail. She just dead was, face. Yeah, she just was like you know it's it's just like I'm just done. So I was like, all right, like no, like trying. Do you think there was a long time coming? Do you think it was like 100 percent on you? Yeah, I, I think it was. I think it was a hundred percent. I think it, I don't think it was a hundred percent on me. But like I said, I begin to ignore probably the signs because I really just at that time I hate to say it like I just probably didn't care as much as mm-hmm. I should have, you know. Yeah. And if the if if she was trying to tell me something, I didn't notice it. Mm-hmm. And you know, so that's a big part of it on me. She did things, but 
uh, like I said, at 29 years old, I don't even look at the things that she did as like something that I should have left her for. Mm -hmm. Was she supporting you musically? Yeah, for sure. She was definitely. She was, and and, and she 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 was at my shows. You know all that stuff. You know. Yeah. Yep. She was supportive. No, that was that's scary though. I ain't gonna lie. Yeah, it was. I used to have people popping up at shows. Yeah, and it was different. It was different for me too because I had never. um, Everybody knew me to be with her, so it was a little awkward. Like you know, like (laughs) people just constantly asking the question that everyone knows the answer to. I went to my first uh, holiday, like uh, Thanksgiving afterwards, and Thanksgiving's a huge deal in my family. Yeah. And I warned everyone before I got there. I told my dad, I was like, tell them all. I don't call my ex. She's not an ex. She's the whore. So I called. I was like, tell everyone the whore left. Don't bring it up because I don't feel like crying again. I'm done crying for the day. I just want to get drunk. I don't feel like dealing with this shit no more. So he said, okay. He told everyone there. And one person didn't get the memo. Mm. Walks in. Hey, where's uh, the whore? And it, it, I was already like halfway to drunk, like basically just numbing myself so I didn't have to like, you know, talk about it. Right. I go, and I just walked away. I didn't even say anything. I was like, she fucking left. I just went outside and cried like a little bitch. <laughs> hey, man, your emotions be all over the place after yeah, a breakup, man. I know, it's fucking crazy. And, but, sure. but if I was like 21 years old at your age, like, yeah. that wouldn't even like. It wouldn't have hit. It just didn't hit the same, you know? Like I said, I, I've, I did have times where I was like, man. You know, she was, again, always with me. We were always just kicking it, you know? Yeah, and then mm-hmm. it's just like you kind of lose that person you're kicking it with. Um, but my mom, again, I bring up my mom a lot. She's very, like, she's a person who tells me right from wrong still to this day. She told me, she was like, man, you did all this shit. You you know, you like, you you hurt that girl in different ways. Mm-hmm. And you need to stop, like, don't even, like, don't even dwell on it. But, like, don't feel bad for yourself either. Because you're, you're not, like, this, like, perfect person. So your mom basically said... Yeah. It was your fault? Yeah, in more ways than one, and just let me know, like, but don't cry about it. Don't cry over spilled milk. Like, you're a kid. You yeah. know, like, you're going to be fine. And I was like, all right. <laughs> I mean, did you tell her? Nigga, you didn't even phase me. Or... Yeah. <laughs> 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 that just cool. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, I didn't, I didn't, I, I never got a chance to get back at her about anything, really. You never I, had, like, a real explanation? No. Yeah, and, that... I, and, I, and, and the thing about it is I don't see her. Never seen her. Haven't seen her. Yeah. Did you do things to avoid seeing her? Like, would you stop going to places that you guys went to together just in case, or would you stop talking to people you guys talk to together? No. I mean, uh, any of the people that she talked to, um, um, they were my friends for the most part. So okay. she hung around. Like I said, she was always hanging around us. You know, mm-hmm. like around me, which means she was around us, me and my homies. Mm-hmm. So it was cool. Like Fucking that. nerd. She yeah. Didn't I have any friends. I know her. I know her <laughs> friends. You know, if I see them out or something. That's so right. let me ask you this then, real quick. Yeah. How do you balance music with your current relationship now? Uh, with my current relationship now, I realized um, because I have a stepdaughter who's eight, Callie, um, and I have uh, my daughter who's two, Corey, uh, and Callie Corey show is on YouTube coming yeah, very soon. I, I had to plug that real well, quick. Uh, we're definitely gonna plug that in. That and your kids have their own YouTube show. They're gonna start their own. Okay, YouTube well, show we're very definitely soon. gonna talk about that more yes, in a little yes, bit. Yes. <laughs> um. But yeah. Um. Balancing it, uh, I had to realize, like, once I had Corey, um, my youngest, my my daughter, my biological daughter, that um, I do have to be there. I have to be available, um, even though I work 13 hours a day, even though I want to create music on the weekends when I'm off, even though I want to create music in the evenings when I have a chance, I want to be there, and Mm -hmm. I need to be there to help my wife, you know. um, uh, In the beginning, I just thought, like, the stereotypical dad way that, 
everything has to be like I just got to take care of the house, pay the bills, you know. But right, right. I'm needed for much more than that. Mm-hmm. So like once I learned that part, um, and I said to myself, well. I like the studio vibes when I'm creating my final project, but I built a little studio in the crib where I can record myself, get my get my steam off, you know, and create like that, and then just take it to the studio and, and package it like that. Mm-hmm. So that's how I've been balancing it. Um, and, and also communicating with her about my music. I used to think my music was my business, you know, mm-hmm. which is totally selfish when you're in a relationship that is about to be a marriage. So that's now true. we communicate about everything. That's I'll cool. say your line if I if you, you you're gonna hear this line, and but, if you think if you hate it, then we can talk about it. So you sweetheart. run the lines faster. <laughs> yeah. Uh, sometimes if I'm getting into something that's that's uh, I feel is really personal and involves her directly or her children, you know, or you know, or me, mm-hmm. you know, um, and I feel as though is is, you know, and it doesn't even always have to be a line of mine. It could be a skit. Mm-hmm. It could be something I'm using a piece of content. Yeah. Um, that might be offensive to her. Yeah. Um. Let me talk about that more, but uh, the next one, this is an IPA, so you're going to taste the difference almost immediately. Okay. This is Double Nickel Brewing Company, The Rising Phoenix. The reason I chose this is because we've all been in shitty relationships, and if you don't know what a phoenix is, a phoenix rises from the ashes, from the fire. Okay. So the things that were before, we rise from them, and we've gotten better. It's a little bit different, brother. This is a little bit different. It is? It's an IPA. No, it is. Don't even tell me what that is. Yeah, I need to go Let's just say it's different. Let's just say it's different. Come on, man. Cheers. Cheers, brothers. I gotta see his face. A bit different. <laughs> a little different. A little, a little different. What do you? So yeah, yeah, first what, time drinking beer. I gotta know what do you think like IPA, the differences wait. are. I'm getting a. I'm getting a. I'm getting a twisted tea taste. A bit. Really? really? A little malt liquor type taste. I think malt you liquor. might like uh, IPAs. I might. Oh, it's uh, not bothering me. Well, I mean, it ain't get I, this. This this was a warm up, but this is this is pretty see good. the belly like this is what happens with IPA. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I, so I mean, keep I'm drinking. Take them. my time. I'm gonna get. I'm gonna take my time. I can't wait. Yeah, I want to. No rush. They'll I, be there. I want you to come they back home with the belly. The I want him to come back home like six months later. He has a huge <laughs> belly. I don't know. The IPAs hit me different. <laughs> I'm gonna bring some in myself. <laughs> Here you go. Here's I the present. Want to drink now? I think I'll continue with the Delco. Uh, you like the lager more? I like it. It does. It's, it's, IPAs just have a, a, a crazy aftertaste. I want. I would crack one of them. I would crack one of them on a Friday right. night. Ah. To watch a basketball game? Nah. Steel, which one do you like more? You like the lager more? I'm a mess with it because you know the IPA's got that aftertaste and it just be sitting. Like, it mm-hmm. just linger. I don't like that. Right. That's the only thing. Except for the one we had for Slim. That was good. Oh, uh, the strawberry one? Yeah, man. Yeah, the like strawberry. Anything something. strawberry is good for me. Yeah, but I normally say don't fruit the beer, but this beer was so good fruited, bro. Milk. It tastes just like a strawberry phenomenal. milkshake. There, you didn't even taste bro, the alcohol. Strawberry yeah. milkshake's phenomenal. It was good, nice. bro. Yo, I want to get into the Bitches Be Crazy Club of the Week. Got your back, Jack. Bitches be crazy. Bitches, bitches, bitches be crazy. Crazy. Bitches be crazy. Bitches, bitches, bitches be crazy. Got your back, Jack. Bitches be crazy. I don't see nothing but the night. Dumbass! Big nose, bro. <laughs> so you, you threaten me. Big nose, bro. Let me put up my pants on. Oh, I got no life. You said you who recorded somebody and you don't tap it in. You just threatened me with a knife. Bitch, you put your hands on you my just, stomach. I was just, man, that little old playing with you. I don't you. play like that. Man, that wasn't even playing. You threw it to hit me. Wow. You see don't that? Don't touch my stomach. You see that? 
But she looked good though, right? Uh, I ain't even look at her, bro. I ain't gonna lie, that was wild. Yo, but would you fuck? <laughs> You're not married. You're not in a relationship. You're not in a relationship anyway. But I'm not in a relationship. I ain't gonna lie, she's too crazy for me. I'm, I'm I mean, the sex back, though, bro. I'm cool. The I'm cool. sex I'm though. Put, if I was 21, yeah. Yeah. Me now? Hell no. No, you too, too crazy, for that? man. As soon as I see something of that nature, I'm, I'm not playing around. Corey, with we're it. gonna go with 21 year old you. We're not gonna talk about Prior you now. Prior to seeing this video, nah. I, I mean, it did, I don't know if I would be in a in this in the environment that she was in. She seems like a type of young lady that hangs out at places I wouldn't probably be at. <laughs> what kind of place? <laughs> like, where are you gonna meet a girl like this at? Uh, a bar and like like in a hood, like in a hood, hood like <laughs> like a joint that like. Just the OGs go to at like Speak two easy. o'clock, and, 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 and it ain't much going on, but just her controlling the jukebox and all the music and stuff. And What's he, and you gotta watch out for that kind of. No, nah, I think that even before that, even before that scene, but she she, she had cool episodes, she... bro. I, she had to have episodes with oh, yeah. him but for him to see that. Maybe if you just show me a picture of her, I've seen this video. I'm staying away from this lady, man. You uh, said uh, you said you're gonna meet her at like a really ghetto bar. What's the ghettoest place you've ever been to? Like. Well, you're like, wow. I'll tell you mine while you guys think of yours. So I used to work as a private investigator for insurance fraud. Super white guy job, right? So um, I had to go investigate somebody like in the in the real, real ghetto. And I they were in a – what I thought they were in was in a church. So they went and parked outside of a church. They went inside the church. The church only had one door and that I saw. Right. It was – like there was like – it was the – I was like really like nervous because I was going to be the only white guy there. <laughs> like there was nobody around that even looked partially like me. And I texted my boss. I was like, "Hey, the person went into a church." He's like, "Well, you got to go in there." I was like, Mm-mm. "He goes, you have to go in there." I said, "Oh shit!" So I go in there, and this is right after. Um, remember Dylan Roof? Yeah. You guys, you know who Dylan Roof is. Yeah. So if you guys don't know, crazy white guy who shot up a black church. Um, yeah. this is right afterwards. So I'm real nervous walking in. So I don't want to walk in. But I walk in and I sit at the back and I didn't know I was trying to look as like non-aggressive as possible. So I, I tucked my black T-shirt in. I don't know why. I was like, oh, guys that have tucked T-shirts in don't look aggressive. <laughs> so I go and sit in the back where as soon as I walk in, everyone goes, stares directly at me. Oh, shit. No, I just had a bald head, bald head, <laughs> white, clear face. Like, and Wait, skin. Hold, you ain't had no, no facial hair? No facial hair. I could have oh, more. <laughs> when I was a PI, I could have looked more like a cop. He said he is looking like a narc. Bro, everyone, wherever I went, hated me. It was the worst job ever. You had to peel water bottles. Everyone wanted to kill me. So I go inside. Everyone's staring directly at me. And similar to what's happening right now, actually. Mm -hmm. And uh, someone comes to the back. Someone that's working there. I don't don't go to church. So I don't know. One of the priest's assistants. What do you call that? I don't even know. Like a... 
Usher. There you go. And Usher walks up to me and says, uh, what are you doing here? Or not not necessarily that, but like, hey, how can I help you or something like that? I was like, uh, oh, I'm a student at Newman University. If you don't know, that's a Catholic university. So I was like, oh, this will get me in. And I'm just conducting research on how different people pursue God in their own day-to-day life. I fucking came up with that out of nowhere just because I was so nervous. Right. And the way this church was, I could only see half of the uh, congregation. The other half was up to the top left. So he said, okay, well, let me know if you need anything. Still everyone's staring at me. And I text my boss. I'm like, hey, he's not here. He goes, you see the whole church? He goes, uh-uh. He goes, well, got to go up to the other side. So I had to go basically in front of everybody's pews is what you call it in church. Right. And look back at everybody staring at me being the only guy, white guy there. And I was like. Out of nowhere, you just walked to the front. And just I had to go around. look and see if the guy was there. Yeah, you, that was a- that was the yeah, closest I probably ever. I mean, I've been the two wars, but that was the closest I ever probably was to fucking die. Like it was, everyone was looking at me like, "I'm gonna fuck you up as soon as you walk out of here." Because the Dylan Roof thing just happened. Jeez. And you went in there with a bare face. Yeah, I mean, look at me, bro. <laughs> yeah. Look at me. Like I could have looked more like a cop if I if yeah, I had a bare yeah. face right now. Right. You go, cop. That's a terrible. That's that's that's. that's a, I only made fifteen dollars an hour too. I must die for fucking fifteen dollars. A bit much, yeah. But right. I respect it though. What about you? Ghettoest place you've ever been to? So, damn, that was the ghettoest place. Oh shit! I forgot we were coming back to there. Yeah, that's. I don't. I live in the suburbs, bro. So yeah, I, can, I, can, I can understand. I can and the understand. neighborhood that that was in Sheesh. was very ghetto. I mean, I've been in a lot of ghetto neighborhoods, but that was like the the like where I was like magnified. Everyone saw me. Like mm-hmm. normally, I went to like Philly. Drug deals on all the corners. They thought I was a cop, so they would give me dirty looks, but they're not gonna, you know, shoot me or anything. But they would give me a lot of dirty looks. <laughs> but yeah. sketch. It, you'd be surprised though. It's not a lot of people out here trying to lose they lose their freedom over over yeah, yeah. over how a person looks or something. But mm-hmm. but because I work in the inner city, I work in South Philly. I see a lot of different people: white people, black people, Chinese people, all type of people. Um, Asian people. I'm sorry. Um, and they all around. They they it is it, it, universal, but nobody going to lose their freedom over that. But the most ghettoest place I've been probably, mm, I won't even say ghetto, just hood, just the most hood place I've been probably one of the one of the most I say is Uncut it's in North Philly. Is that a bar? Uh, it was a bar slash like club type situation, and my homie, um, he was real close with the owners and the, and the people in there, and I would just go out there from time to time and just have a good time in the hood, just. Popping bottles yeah. with people and just enjoying myself. Um, but do you ever feel uncomfortable? No, nah, you don't feel uncomfortable because you know, you know the thing about it is if you, you just gotta watch your body. You know, you, when we say watch your body, you just gotta watch your surroundings at everywhere you go. Whether I'm in Garden Valley, whether I'm in whether I'm in whether I'm in South Philly, I'm gonna I'm gonna be aware of my surroundings. Um, and when you go into a spot like that, you gotta be willing to you know. Take whatever come with it's a risk. Yeah, walking mm-hmm. into that, that walking risk. into that establishment, you know. But for the most part, it's other people in there um, that have on nice clothes. There's other people in there that uh, are drawing attention to themselves as well. And you just gotta just exist in the party vibe and mm. get up out of there before it close. What about you, Theo? Don't close the, the spot unless you own it. And I if you own ghetto, it, you can bro. leave. I ain't gonna fraud to you. I can't give you like. One ghetto spot, I feel like I or hood spot, I seen it all. Like mm-hmm. I grew up in it, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Like I, I lived on blocks that was bad or mm-hmm. that looked horrible. Like you know what I'm saying. So Correct. I don't really have a, a like one ghetto spot. Mm-hmm. Like even going to other cities, mm-hmm. you go to their hood, you're like, damn, it's fucked, yeah, it's I fucked went up. To places but, in DC, okay, it's looked like all this. Over. You know what I'm saying. Yeah. So Atlanta, 
Anyway. It's blocks around my way. That's just all abandoned. Every house. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> mm-hmm. Like you could go on the block. It's probably ten houses on the block. Right. It's supposed to be fifty, mm-hmm. and all of them abandoned. So mm-hmm. you kind of see that shit regularly. Like I seen that my whole life. So mm-hmm. I don't really got that. It's a fact. Where did you grow up in Delaware County? I grew up in the Upper Darby area. Okay, right there. Went to Upper Darby High. Uh, I I for a while I lived over in the uh, Lansdowne area. Mm-hmm. Um, and I went to Penwood for a little bit. Um, and made a lot of friends and homies over that way. And then I uh, left Penwood in ninth grade and went to Upper Darby. We moved to an area around Upper Darby High School. And um, that's why I grew up right there in that area. Mm-hmm. Now, you're getting ready to get married. How did you know that your current fiance was the person to marry? Well, <laughs> you know, I've been asking myself that question um, since I gave her the ring. Uh huh. Um, and, 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 and just, and when I say that, it's just further assuring myself that, 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 that I am, I am like the person that's in charge of my life and that I'm, I'm, I have to continue to be strong in my decisions and, 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 and my beliefs. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's how I got this far, you know? So I'm not questioning that I want to make her my wife. It's just like, you know, how I categorize things in my mind to continue to push forward. So I knew my wife was the one um, uh, when I felt that I can just trust her with my life, with mm-hmm. anything. You know, um, trust with me is a lot. It means a lot um, because uh, I think without that, you don't have any building blocks to start with. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just like, I like you, you like me, or similar to what you said, I might just have sex with this girl and then mm-hmm. go about it because I don't feel like... I don't feel maybe even safe is the word, you know. So I when I when I began to trust my wife the way I did and 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 just have that vibe and that energy with her, I knew that I should make her my wife. How long have you guys been together? We've been together four years. Okay. Yep. I so knew her since high school. You talked about well. marrying. You talked about girls you fucked. So <laughs> do you remember the game in elementary school, like marry fuck kill, where you would pick like three celebrities or three people? You'd be like, yeah. I'll marry her. I'll fuck her. <laughs> I'll kill her. <laughs> So this is a little bit different. This is Love and Then a Audition. So I'm going to show the videos of three different people. Okay. And then we're all going to decide who we would marry, <laughs> who we would fuck, and who we would kill. All right, bet. All right, now, don't make too much assumptions when you see the first video because the next one could be worse. Could be worse or it could be So better. I'm just going to say that in the beginning. True. Because this might be a really bad video. You might go, oh, I definitely don't want to do that with her. But looking good, not great. Blonde hair. She got a little, little cot set up. Let's see Little racist. Oh, that's not good. That's bad. They'll just probably victimize her more because shelters. No, San Diego. Is there another person? It's just her. That's oh, what she <laughs> is, Mom. Yeah. The person I, I hate the most. Well, hey, I wanted to tell you if no one told you today. Sister, that they care about you. I care about you, and I want you to live. And every day we lose too many beautiful people to anxiety and depression. And uh, I care say? about you, and she I want you to know. live. She doesn't know what the fuck he's talking about. She sounds like she got a headache or something. She's just like breaking away from you. Do you want us to call? Do you want us to call somebody for you, or leave you alone? Somebody call your mom. Over there, that nigga's bothering me. Shut up. Off the phone, you fucking nigga. A lot of N words. Yeah. Get off the fucking line. 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 Get
Get off of me! Get off of me! Yeah, she's dead already. I mean, for a homeless person, though, a pretty good setup. A lot of covers. No, she collected that shit. I only have one blanket, so she's living better than me in some aspects. This lady, that's, that could be her last moments right there. She looks like she's done. It's a kill for me. So you, I mean, she's. All right, so I'm still in the clear with her. I mean, she's really racist, so she still might like me. Yeah, it's 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 a a no for me. Yeah, yeah. she's dead already. I mean, she's crazy, but she has a good setup. The sex could be. I don't know what the next video is, but I would. You know what I mean? I say this though: she don't know what she's talking about. Yeah, what she's saying. She reciting something that she remember. Maybe that's something she might have something she might have said before. But that lady is. That lady is a dunyan. All right. Kill her. She can go. Every day, all day. The lady in question is the one in line, if you can't tell. (laughs) That's what everyone was looking at me like when I was in the church. Everyone was angry. Shaking her head. <laughs> she nervous. Like, like she ain't nervous. She on, she on his top. Yeah. Look at her. Just, oh my god. She's up the guys in front of her face. By the way, this minute was like 20 minutes long. She was staring at this dude for a while. Just trying to get a seven up. Yeah, I just trying to get out of there, man. <laughs> the yellow cat. The kids are in the car right now. Like, I can't. When is that getting bad? Maybe he he's not far. Uh, uh, maybe he's not six feet. If she went away. Well, there's no mask in this. Oh, that's coming up next, by the way. Oh yeah. Uh-oh. You always love the Karen mask ladies. Oh okay. Yeah, she 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 fucking with him at this point. If, I'm tell you, if I was homie, I'd be like, "Miss, what's up with you? Why <laughs> you okay? are you bothering me? <laughs> Leave me alone. Just <laughs> I didn't do anything. Buy her Doritos or whatever. Yeah. Go ahead. I look, she stepped back strategically, <laughs> so she can stay. Yeah, she really. She's trying to provoke him. She's trying to get him to see. Look, he's like, "You can go ahead. It's all good." Uh, you better not, you bastard. <laughs> Move the fuck around. Right. You're a bad donut. I didn't feel when you killed me at two years old. Get out my face. Get out my fridge. I'm in line. I'm in line. Grab what I said. Mark me again. Yeah, you're right. It's the spin for me, man. <laughs> she did it and like wound up perfectly 108. 80 degrees. She said you killed me when I was two. Yeah. She's wild. All right. Hey. <laughs> Trigger, get out. You don't want Alabama. You got to get it. Y'all going. Trust me. Mm-hmm. Y'all going. We sit to watch out. Yeah. You know who's dad makes that? Hitler, don't you too? Okay. Ooh. I
You know what I think is like the most uncomfortable? The person behind the counter that's she's just like, you know, isn't this guy the fucking worst? Wait, who? Oh, like she's talking to the person, like fucking this guy. Oh, okay. I mean, she who was crazy? The first one or the second one? They both got issues. Yeah, like I mean, the second one. This is what I say about the second lady. She's completely aware of what she's doing and how she's just being difficult. You think she's completely sane? Probably not. I think she could. She could. She or or or, I mean, I my guess would be no. Yeah, mm. she tripping. Yeah. Uh-huh. I mean, she what's the? Down. I mean, is she in the fuck category right now, or is she in the married yeah, category? I see the third one, man. Oh, I already killed the first one. Yeah, she's. I marry her because she goes crazy for somebody on me or something like that. Oh, she'll protect you. Yeah, like she. I'm scared of her. Like I'll be like, I'll be like, I'll be like, babe, it's him. It's him. He's mad. Can you get can you you wait, control of the situation? Wake up, she gonna be over top. Can you get control of the situation? Bro, but if I marry her, I gotta know that. I gotta know she gonna wake up. Like you get out of the shower. Yeah, you just like put your towel on. She's just sitting there instead. You're doing it again. She's like, I know. <laughs> just no, you wake up. Yeah, I'm like, why don't you go cook something? Since you're fucking staring at me, nah, yeah, I'll marry her. I'm she'll, sure she'll be she'll be totally cool when you tell her to cook something. She look loyal. Yeah, yeah. All right, she look loyal. <laughs> Here comes the last one. Loyal to me. This crazy. is one of those mask Karen <laughs> ladies. Like You're holding up my process. I have to get out of here. I'm not. He is. You are choosing This is a private residence, and actually, I am restricting your recording. And so, therefore, you are not allowed to do this. I am Makes no sense. Therefore, it isn't. Furthermore, good word. Good transition word. Where's your mask? We will help you in just a minute. My mask? I'm not a conformer. Why are you wearing one? Because I feel like. Why are you wearing one? Because I'm protecting everyone else. I've already had COVID back on December 20th, 2019. Doesn't matter. Finish? I already had COVID. Some people sound smart to someone dumb. Because you're holding up everybody. Is she the manager? Who's the manager? No one's going to help you until you step back outside. Who is the manager? 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 Who is the Several days ago, five days ago. I will come out and help you if you just step back outside so we can so we can no step outside. You will not be helped until you step outside. Thank you. There were a lot of these videos. Yeah, COVID for his head. I knew this is already six feet apart, dude. No, you're not. No, you're not. This is six feet apart. And we're wearing masks. You're not wearing masks. You are the fourth person to walk in. You're conformers. I'm sorry to establish that. Fucking hell. I have packages here that were delivered to me. So this is my right. This is my private property. This is my right. That's unfortunately how it goes. All right, now as a white person, I fucking hate these people, man. Like, they just feel fucking entitled, mm. and they're like, oh, I'll just record the cops and nothing will happen to me. I fucking hate... One, when the mass started, I yeah. knew people were going to have a problem with it. Oh, it's my fucking freedom, my right. Correct. You can't make me wear a mask. Yeah. Like, just do it for everybody. Like, why? It's like if we went to an orgy, 
I mean, you're going to take, like, if there was a pill, like, you can't get AIDS, like, you're going to fucking take that Travada V or whatever the fuck it's called. Like, just do it. We're all agreeing we all want to fuck. Right. We all agree that we want to go to the bars, like, or go out in public. Just fucking wear it. Yeah, and at that time, man. and at that time, it was definitely, like, just entitlement. It's, it drives me fucking insane. And I, the whole, like, oh, nothing's going to happen to me because I have this fucking phone recording. Right. Well, <sighs> and, and, and t- all time did was just show that she was totally wrong. Oh, of course. Facts. Facts. I already had it, so can't. Like, <laughs> one. Bet you when she watches that video, she's like, Told you. I was Fuck. right. Fuck. Jordan. Like, oh no, Kobe goes this way. Jordan's like this. Um, But I just fucking hate the entitlement that she has. Like, nothing will happen to me. One, you can get Corona twice. Right. It can happen. Get so it a million times. Yeah. yeah. Don't fucking make a difference. Like we like were nowhere flu. near a vaccine at that time. Mm-hmm. None of that sort. So Man. that that woman was just not. She was not trying to conform the uh, uh, with the rules. That's what. That was the bottom line. Guaranteed, she's in the Trump. It's for everyone's safety, man. <laughs> Guaranteed, she voted for Trump. But go on. So. But to answer he your thought question, he couldn't get it either, and he looked a little sick. I'm marrying her. You're married. Oh and shit! It, that's what's I'm left. marrying her. I gotta. Yes, I, I am. I, gotta, I am marrying her because you, know you never why? had sex with a white woman, and you, you know want to have sex with a white woman. <laughs> because I know that if we go to a restaurant or some shit, yeah. she gonna fight for the turkey bacon they left out for me. Like she's gonna go to bat for me, it's like a hundred percent. You're getting a free meal no matter where you go. Yeah, because she's gonna <laughs> fight for it. She's gonna or, fight for it. Or six cops might surround. Her. That's cool, but I know she fighting. True, that's true. I know she's gonna be there with me to rumble. Because the six cops for me, I'd be like. Ah. You know what I mean, <laughs> listen, we gotta avoid these kind of she things. She getting locked up, not <laughs> no, me. I'm kidding, I'm kidding. I'll be there to get you out, baby. <laughs> we gotta avoid these kind of things, man. No, see now the cra- crazy, nah, crazy eyes. I'm cool off crazy eyes. I'm gonna hit crazy eyes and never see her again, <laughs> just because she got crazy eyes. Crazy eyes, and she wild. might be crazy as fuck. Like she might. Ah, uh, no. Nah, if you marry her, uh, it's just... all right. So, all right. So your marry is a uh, crazy white girl, Karen. Yeah. Fucking is crazy eyes, the one in the line. Yeah, the other one. Killing the... Yeah, she's I mean, She had blonde hair, though, bro. You, you never had blonde hair before, have you? Man, she disrespectful. Yeah. <laughs> 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 All right, Corey, who you got? Who you marrying? Uh, I'd marry... Uh, well, I said I would marry crazy eyes because she was, she was down. Fucked with that. Uh, I'd kill the old lady. Cause just put her out the misery. Yeah, I mean she's already done. She's linked over. She's living on the ground and shit. She had a lot of blankets. A collection that was a lot of blankets. Her collection I mean, was really really. That good. was some bad bath and beyond a lot shit. Of shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of Martha Stewart. She had those shit. coupons in the mail. Yeah, 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 yeah for yeah. sure. <laughs> um, so I kill her, put her out of misery, get her a nice little box, and then uh, I fuck the other lady and just leave her and just like just do her dirty. Uh, just for her mouth. That's the crazy white lady. Yeah, just for her mouth and just her total ignorance towards society. <laughs> Okay. And then leave a box of mask on like her porch. Or <laughs> I mean, she's crazy and dealing with sizes and all. Shit. There you go. You know I mean? Sanitize out there. Hold that down. <sighs> I mean, I feel like crazy eyes and the crazy Don't get white put lady. Out any more FedEx Kinkos in the next couple weeks? <laughs> I feel like both of the last two, crazy eyes and the white lady, both would be great sex. Possibly. <laughs> I feel like they would both have. Yeah, I'm like, scared of crazy It's going to get wild. And I've always, well, I have a girlfriend now, so it's never going to happen. Yeah. Um. But I've always wanted to have sex with a black girl. It never happened. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm going to have sex with her. I'll marry the crazy white lady, even though I probably would never go to dinner with her. Like I, I couldn't deal with that shit. It wouldn't last long. Wait, you said right. you would marry the... Uh, white lady. Which, wait, who? The first one? The white lady. What do you mean? 
No, 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 no. The uh, the uh, Under Armour. Karen. The Karen. Oh, okay, yeah, Karen. Okay. Karen. Karen. I'll kill Crazy Lady because I can't just be like holding her hand and she's just screaming N words down the road. It's just, yeah, it's not a good look. We're gonna get hurt. Damn. Yeah. So uh, you do have two kids. Yeah. And the your first your daughter the first one the stepchild correct correct yes that Kelly. was from Karen Cali oh I thought you said Ka- Karen I was like Cali. oh no <laughs> yeah. California exactly. is it spelled C A L I yep okay yep now how is your relationship with her uh my relationship with Cali at this point um is really good I came around Cali when she was about four she mm-hmm. was four turning five in the next few months or so um and when I met her. Uh, me working in the field of childcare, I, by the way, I put that out there just a bit. Um, I work in childcare, so mm-hmm. I know how to interact uh, with, with, with children that age because um, I do it on a daily basis. So and I start talking to her just like off the bat, like once we met, you know, mm-hmm. it was a few weeks or months or so into me and me and her mom um, talking. Um, and we just hit it off. Like she was cool. She's like got this like big personality. Mm-hmm. So she keep me laughing all the time. So that's cool. Like, you know, laughter is like the, the simplest form of like fun to children. They love to laugh mm-hmm. and joke. Um, So fast forward to today, me and her are like thick as thieves. You know, she uh is opening up to me a lot more Um, on the tip of like hugging on me and, mm-hmm. you know, like being all up under me, similar to how her sister is at times. Um, But it was just like a comfortability thing. So I let her go as far as she wants to go with mm-hmm. things. If she does not. She still calls me Corey. Mm-hmm. Um, she doesn't call me dad. Um, but what I've known, what I've noticed in the in the recent future is when she's introducing me to someone, her friends or a person, she says, that's my dad. You know, so I'm learning that. Yeah. Is that awesome? It feels great. It feels great. And I got to do a good job. I got to continue to do a good job and not overreacting to it. Mm-hmm. I have to just continue to act like it's normal because, you know, kids, if you tell them to dance, they're not going to dance. Mm-hmm. They're going to be. Like why, you know? But if they're dancing and you just catch them, so, yeah. How? Where's the birth father for Kelly? Oh, he's in the picture. Um, oh, he is. He, yeah, I mean, to a certain extent, you know, they have, um, they meaning my wife and him, uh, they have had their ups and downs, trials and tribulations, being so young when they had Kelly. Mm-hmm. Um, so working through that, he's definitely around and uh, speaks to her, communicates with her, sees her from time to time, you know, until he gets personally together himself. Um, in certain areas, you know, and then I think there'll be more. How does he interact with you? Have you do you have interaction with him? Yeah, we have interaction. Um, the interaction, of course, it was friction at first. Someone's around your kid, yeah. You know, some someone, whether no, no matter what, you know, it's his it's his child. You know, it's not it's not my child. Um, so there was friction in the beginning. Um, and I'd say like gradually it's getting better, you know, because he understands my 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 role um in Callie's life. I'm going to be in her life. Mm-hmm. I'm going to raise my daughter. And yes, I call her should. my daughter. I'm not going to allow uh, anything that uh, he could possibly bring, positive or negative, to affect that. Mm-hmm. Because of because of the child she is and because of what's right. Mm-hmm. You know? So, How long into you dating your uh, fiancé? Sorry, wife. Yep. Did you meet her daughter? Uh, did it take? I, I'd say it's a few months, you know, and 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 not to say it was too long or too short, but 
you know, my wife, when I met her, she was she's a single parent. Mm-hmm. You know, she has her child. You know, her mother is extreme help. Um, and her family, you know, she has five brothers um, and they're all in her life and stuff like that. But for the most part, she's a single parent. So she's always with her child. Mm-hmm. You know, on the weekends, there's not just some magic person that comes and gets Callie and, mm-hmm. you know, gives her a break, you know, or if she goes with her dad, then she has her time or if she goes with her grandmother. She has her times. Um, but for the most part, I knew she had a kid and I, again, wasn't forcing it, but I knew that like uh, how many times can we go out to eat without bringing Callie, you know, mm-hmm. because I know how life is and yeah. I do work with youth and the children and I know how it goes. You know? That's what's up that you handled it like that. Correct. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was the best move because I knew how much I liked Elena. Yeah. You know, exactly. And, exactly. That's why and you got to embrace all of her, mm-hmm. not just a piece of mm-hmm. it. Yeah. It's crazy that, uh, I think like, uh, how can I put this like social media? How it is, it's hard. Like, people don't do what you're doing right now. That's you right. know what I'm saying? Looking at the, the full picture of yeah. how much you wanted her. Damn, I just hit the mic. That was crazy. Um, <laughs> How much you wanted her, how mm-hmm. much time and effort you put in yeah. to saying, I wanted her so I knew right. that the kid was going to be around. People yeah. don't do that. And, I mean, you know, with the social media thing, I'm social media driven, obviously, because it's it's this day and age. It means it, it doesn't mean a lot to me, but as far as my artistry and just showing people um, you know, a little bit of my life moments in time. It it means a lot. You mm-hmm. know, it's there. Um, and I and I'm a person who's active on it. Um, and I knew that in dating Elena and how much I was beginning to like her mm-hmm. and how much time we were spending together, and then once meeting Callie, I knew that like I had to kind of um start beginning to walk people into my life a bit because yeah. I'm choreographer because I'm an artist as well, but mm-hmm. just because I want to share my life, you know mm-hmm. and. That was a little bit hard. Like, I, I was nervous, wondering what people would think, wondering what my my family would say. Mm-hmm. You know, people who have my best interest but might feel like, whoa, man, you're taking a big step, you know? Mm-hmm. But uh, I just kind of went with my, my, my again, my own decision, and then I just kind of introduced it like that, you know? Um, and, and it's funny, real quick, just how I introduced it. Callie had, when we met for, like, two years, she was telling me she wanted to go to Disney World. Mm-hmm. My first time, like showing people my family, my new family, my my new situation, how I'm moving, um, was taking her to Disney World. So it was cool. That's man. a huge step, sir. Yeah, so it was cool. Um, so when you say the first step of showing, you know, your new family, was that on social media? Yeah, and social media. Obviously, my family and friends, personal people knew. But um, there had to have been like a cousin that didn't really understand yeah, it. Yeah, for sure. And what is he like? Who the fuck? What happened? Right, like what's going on here? Yeah, for a long time I was. Corey, single, you know, running around doing yeah. my thing. So you broke up with your the one girl at yeah. twenty, and then, and then you I was met her at, for like six years. Yeah, yeah. so okay, so mm-hmm. six dating years. different girls, you know, just doing my thing. Like yeah, that. yeah, and then um, I met I met Lane. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's funny because like, all right, so I was going through um pictures the other day of like, like I went through like because me and my girl were together a year, so I put together like a slideshow of like pictures we've sent each other. Yeah, just like all the pictures throughout the whole year. Yeah. And I remember when she first, well, the picture I went to, all the way at the bottom was the first picture she showed me of her nieces, yeah. who are a huge part of my life now, and mm-hmm. a huge part of her life. We mm-hmm. get as much as we can. Yeah. And I remember when she first sent me that picture, I was like, I don't, like, I was like still like indifferent towards kids. I was like, I don't, okay, cool. Your kid, those are your nieces, whatever. Yay. And now mm-hmm. I look back and I'm like, it's the first okay. time okay. I saw them. Yeah. <laughs> the little they were, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean. Yeah. It's just. And I do that from time to time, too. You know, I scroll down on my on my timeline or something and just look at Cali and uh yeah. and uh Disney World and stuff and 
you know, um, I was growing up was able to experience all of those things mm. and just hearing her with this, like, again, this big ass personality. Like when you I, I'm like, we'll do an interview and I'll bring them in here for a show. Maybe mm. one day soon. Yeah, we, but, we have our kids. Uh, yeah, yeah, definitely. Hey man, we can switch it up. A <laughs> bit. But, uh, yeah, she, she, uh, we just hit it off. She's super cool. Yeah. When you say a big personality, was that like scary when you first met her just because she was so like well she was like yeah. hey Corey how you doing like, yeah, like yeah. which way does she act and then what calmed me down was her mom saying um, she was like she doesn't really do that to a lot of people so you know kids when they're jumping around and stuff they're trying to get attention from you mm-hmm. she's like if she didn't like you she would she would just like go get yeah. on her iPad or something to <laughs> just like not even notice you in the room but yeah. because every time I came in the room she was trying to do all these dances and look at my new books and all this stuff yeah. she was like yeah she likes you I'm like oh cool <laughs> yeah kids smell that shit like when you're like nervous meeting them or yeah and they know when somebody's like go with kids like oh, yeah, yeah. I had like if I'm in a restaurant I'm bald I don't know why but <laughs> babies love bald dudes and i'll just be sitting there just talking to my girl and my girl's like staring at you. yeah <laughs> some of them are well, bald though actually too, so. has, with my girl now that's happened but with my ex the whore it happened because like we were just we would actually went out to eat more just because corona now we me yeah. and my girl now have it but yeah. i just be sitting there and she's like they're like she's like baby staring at you i was like baby staring at they you. always stare at me i don't know why i do have like a cartoonish face where i'm like i know a guy that looks like you like yeah. default one white guy face that's me with a beard right but, <laughs> but yeah, dude. I, yeah. And I used to, were you hesitant? So you didn't have a kid yet, obviously. And you right. suddenly had a girl in your life, like a younger female. Right. Did you want a, a boy? Like, were you kind of like, I don't really even want a girl? Because when I was growing up, mm-hmm. even until I met my girl's nieces, I was like, I want a boy. Don't yeah. want a girl. Don't want it. Yeah. Funny you said that, though. Everybody, I was, I was telling my wife that not too long ago. Everybody had, um, Everybody had their time when they think about their kids, their offsprings that they're gonna have. You, mm-hmm. you, you pick, you pick your, you pick your gender. You're I want like, a junior, bro. Yeah, you like, man, I want a boy. Or some dudes is saying I want a girl. Honestly, for me, I always said I wanted a girl. Really? I just, I Even growing to, up? Yeah, growing up, I wanted a spoiler. I wanted to, okay. I wanted to, 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 to be that dad and you know and have my baby girl and stuff. And you know, God blessed me with one, so I was so grateful. They teach you patience, man. Yeah, but yeah. being with my wife having a girl already, she wanted a boy. For sure. And what she met? Well, I wouldn't say She gave me a poker face her whole pregnancy. You know, she didn't want to ruin it, I guess, for me and say that I really want a boy mm-hmm. because she knew I wanted a girl, but I wanted what, what God gave. It was my mm-hmm. first kid, mm-hmm. you know? So she she didn't ever really let me know she really wanted to be a boy until we did a gender reveal mm-hmm. and uh, still, still didn't know. And then we watched the video and I saw her face. And I was like, damn, yo, what the <laughs> fuck just happened? Like, are you upset? And she just was like, I thought it was going to be a boy. And I was just like, oh, shit, I'm sorry. Did you burn down a forest for your gender reveal, or how would you guys do it? No, actually, I'm a big Eagles fan. So uh, uh, we set up. We had some. Oh, Whoa, what? Fucking oh, Cowboys shit. fan. Sorry to hear that, brother. It's like, a, it's like three weeks before draft time. You talking like this, man? Come on, man. I'm sorry to hear that. I don't like the pigeons. <laughs> anyway, man. I don't like the pigeons, man. Anyway, no Eagles hate over here. This all is right, Delco. Right, we right, drinking Delco beer. Delco. Yes, sir. I got you. Yeah, so, I got you no, I'm, I'm good. No, no, go ahead. Go ahead, though. So, yeah. Uh, uh, what the fuck? Uh, where was we at? Oh, the Eagles. I you said, yeah, you, you was a big Eagles fan. Big Eagles fan. Talking about how the oh, gender yeah, reveal. Yeah, yeah, boom, gender reveal. Yeah, my bad. So, we made this little goal post or whatever, and mm-hmm. I kicked the ball over top of it, and the ball was filled with powder, and it, like, exploded in the street. 
Did it explode as soon as you kicked it? Or? Yeah, like I punted it in the fucking air, like super high, and then it just came down. And just oh, smashed. when it hit the ground. Yeah, and then all the powder comes out. Were you nervous that you were going to whiff it, or did you kick it high school? I was or? nervous, so I, I made sure I got underneath it. I just didn't think it was going to go that high. <laughs> so everybody's be... just standing there like, idiot. What if you and lift that shit, bro? And we on a residence, cars and stuff. I'm like, it's going to fuck somebody's car. <laughs> and then it just hit the ground, bowed, and then all the pink stuff came out. And I, I had a bottle of champagne. I'm a big champagne drinker. But let's get the champagne out. Yeah, Where's like, the champagne? We went to, we made, we got cups. We got some cups. Fellas, man. I don't know if y'all drinking champagne. I would have brought some orange juice. Oh, no. Fucking love that you know what a mimosa is, bro. I've I've done mimosa on this, up, or in this podcast before. Yeah. Black people do not know what mimosa is. Oh, no, no. They do. Whoa. All right. I want to say specifically. We indulge, brother. We indulge in mimosas. I was going to say, I'll say the people that have been on this podcast have not. I don't want to. I'll drink anything. So besides tequila, I don't fuck with tequila. Yeah, we were just talking about that. We were sitting up in my studio and we were saying how the tequila is still full and everything else. I don't fuck with the I don't fuck with the clear stuff normally. Like vodka, I don't really no, fuck vodka with. Don't Ooh, give no, me no, no, no vodka, bro. No, no, College, okay. yeah, I was yeah. on the vodka. Back in it, yeah, yeah, for college sure. College days, yeah. I used bro. to drink this stuff called Sveka. Where'd you go to college? Uh, I went to Delaware County in Temple. I went to Delaware County, then I went to Newman, Newman. But you went to? Did Cheney you go to Cheney the whole time? University, man. He loves talking about Cheney. Cheney University, man. I'm a wolf for life. You hear me? Wolf for life. That's a. Did you play any sports there? No. Or is that a, is, that's not a big Merle, sports college, right? Intermural sports. Uh, you know what I mean? I was an intermural player, man. <laughs> intermural. What did you play? Uh, basketball. I did uh, football and wrestling. What about you, Corey? Did you do any sports? Uh, yeah, I played sports until I was like oh, 15. Then after that, I started working at McDonald's, trying to get a little bread. Yeah, yeah that, that's how I go. Yeah. That's how I go. I started working at ShopRite. I fractured my back in 10th grade. And thank you. I was like, you got a job at McDonald's. I interviewed in like two hours. I fresh my back in 10th grade and then just started working and drinking ever since then. <laughs> so from like 15 on, I've just been... A little bubbly, but it's funny. Uh, That's cool. Thank you, sir. No Champagne. I didn't know you were French, bro. Yo, me and my homie say it just like that. Champagne. <laughs> Champagne. Ah. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. Here, I'm coming. Cheers, brother. Mm. <sighs> I love drinking, by the way. Mm. Oh. Yo, you know what? I did want to ask you a question, though. You, you had something? No, no. I did want to ask you a question about some some of your lyrics, right? I'm ready. So, drive, drive the uh, record. EP. That's the yeah, 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 new EP, yeah, by yeah. the way. Uh, yeah, we'll give yeah, you the chance yeah. to promote yeah, it. Drive. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? What 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 inspired you to go with drive? Wow, excellent question. Thank you. Glad we're getting into that. Uh, drive. All right. So, um, okay. The last project that I came out with was called Charity. That was in 2019. Mm-hmm. Um, and my whole yeah it was a good sound that's how we met actually mm-hmm. from me performing off that album um but long story short my whole sound with that was uh me embracing my role in hip-hop what i feel um in a sense of just like uh not conforming to any type of way not rapping about you're not gonna wear a mask because you don't want to conform go ahead right 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 not gonna conform <laughs> right exactly so 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 with charity i had a, gained a lot of momentum with a song called god's work um it was really really a big song for me um locally and it got me a lot of different performances i was performing in north philly i got a show i performed uh in a, in a venue where Theo where Theo was and i rocked that john and then me and him got 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 a connection so going into drive um that was in 2019, and in 2021, I knew that I wanted, I needed to come with a project. Um, as an artist, you know you had that little time where you're like, man, 
people are probably wondering if I'm even still going to continue to make music. Mm -hmm. And it's a bit of a, a little bit of pressure on your shoulders that you kind of feel just inner pressure. Like, man, I got the itch to get something out there. I need to get something out there. Um, I just turned 29 in February. And uh, uh, I knew that going into my 29th birthday um, that I wanted to come with a project that kind of capsuled off like my 20s. You know, the 20s mm -hmm. is like a crazy experience. You go through a lot of shit, ups and downs, you know, and it's really a roller coaster. And then once you get out of it, I guess, I, I, you know, I feel like you had this outlook on it, you know, um, of like, damn, that shit was wild. Like, I made it through it, but like, shit was crazy, you know, now to the next phase. So I came with Drive. Um, and I titled it Drive because uh, I have not grown to any higher. Uh, I've grown higher, but I have not reached the point that I wanted to reach when I first started out making music. You know, obviously, I'm not signed to, not that I want to sign to a label, but I don't have the masses viewing and playing my music yet. Um, I haven't reached my, my, my peak yet. Um, so I wanted to come with a project, um, and, I, and I called it Drive, because I wanted to continue to show that through all of the projects that I've done, all of the years that I've been rapping, that I still had this drive. I still got this drive to keep going, to keep pushing, to keep dropping, to keep getting better, to keep putting my best foot forward independently to try to get there. So I came up with that title and Drive, and then Drive also was just like a fast life to me. Um, it inspired me to think like futuristic, mm -hmm. and, 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 and that came into the beat selection, the cover art, the merch, and it all just started funneling like that. And it was such a simple title that I just thought like it's catchy, it's cool, um, and I'm going to just focus my attention on this sound, this theme of music like that. So that's how Drive okay. came. I like that. So look. And drive, you said something, and me and my brother was talking about something earlier. Um, your bars was like, gotta watch the karma and the pain you inflict. I seen niggas get an audience, turn to a chick, all on my dick, talking about my parents is rich. Mm -hmm. Pop was hustling on the block. Because they don't know what it take to come up. Yeah, so. Pop was hustling on the block, son. Down, down the sun, sun up. up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but at the end of that, you said he know he never told us to push the rock. He never told he us. Wanted. Yeah, I got you. I, he said, he say, he said, I say, he never told us push the rock, not what he wanted from not us. Not what he wanted Steady from us. Steady added, loose dollars, started funding the trust. So that whole that whole little breakdown, yeah. all those bars, like because right. they all made sense. Right. So I wanted you to kind of yeah, explain well, that, because we was having a convo before mm -hmm. I got here about yes, that, you know what I'm saying? And yes, I'll give you how I how took, you took the bars. It in yeah. A, yeah. Well, um, okay, Drive was one of the last records I recorded for that album. Mm -hmm. um, I had a record on there, I'm not going to say which one, that I thought would be the intro. I always try to look for attention grabber with my intro, whether it's the, including, well, not whether, but that beat selection, what content I'm talking about, how dirty I'm talking. That's what me and my man like to say, how dirty we talking like. How, how, you know, how vivid I'm getting and how aggressive I'm getting in my tone and, and how I'm spitting my lyrics. Mm -hmm. um, so with Drive, uh, like I said, it was one of the last records because I got that beat late. Mm -hmm. I was I had so many records and I was finalizing the the, the track listing and then the, uh, that producer who had did all of the songs on there except for one he sent me that record and uh, I knew I was running out of time because I already had put the date out there that I wanted to drop and I was like in a just in a locked in in a zone and I uh, when I heard that beat it inspired me to talk more real shit about my family and how my life grew up. Um, so when I say like when I say like uh, my pop added loose funds and started, you know, he never, um, never told us push the rock. I feel like, I feel like that's the that's the lane right now. You know, drug dealing, shooting people, you know, robbing people, 
murder one talk, you know, stuff like that. That's what we like to call it. And that's not that's not my form of flattery. Like that's not how I feel like I should express myself. You know, so I wanted to talk from a real standpoint of my life and how my dad, who was out there in the streets, sun down and sun up, that's no cap, every day doing what he do, whether it was whether it was hustling, he delivered pizzas, he worked in a warehouse. That's what he did, sun down and sun up. And 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 he used to take me every Saturday to Commerce Bank and he would put money in my trust fund. Every Saturday, no matter what, he wake me up in the morning. He didn't have to take me, but he would take me because he wanted to show me, like, this is what we doing, like, you know, mm-hmm. this is what I'm doing for you. Um, I ended up cashing out on that when I was 16. I got like <laughs> uh, two, like, like two or three thousand from Commerce Bank. They had changed their name and everything. My dad had all my documents. We went in there. He like, yeah, give my son his fucking money. <laughs> mm, that's <laughs> but all. yeah, that's, that's where all. that bar came from. No, because I like no that. So here in the bars because. Mm-hmm. People always try to like look into your life and, and just because that's how that's what I took from it. Like oh, it somebody is. like just hating, like yeah. basically. Now, granted, I'm I'm devil's advocate. I can see both sides of the fence. You get what I'm saying? So, so how I took the bars is basically like people hating on something that people parents should be doing. Talk about it. You get what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. now, like, so people hating on something that because they got to get it out the mud. Now, granted. The circumstances I understand right. if you're in the hood and whatnot, but right. I took that like, ain't that what we're supposed to be doing? That's right. As parents, like yeah. your kids should never go through what you went through. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And, and 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 you know one thing about it is this: I say this in a lot of different interviews and when I speak with people on this topic, I don't like to play victim. Uh-huh. It's not for me. It's not in my energy. It's not in my blood. That's not how I was raised. My pop don't. My pop. My mom. They don't teach me to play victim. So. I do know that people see things through my lens, but I rap to I rap to the people that don't because I want you to understand like where I'm coming from and I'd rather use my music to you know for lack of a better words bitch and moan. I'd rather use my music to make you feel me, to make mm-hmm. you understand where I'm mm-hmm. coming from. I'm not going to sit on this platform to love and then what podcast and and and, and whine about it. We just going we just going like if you bring up the lyrics and all that that's where that pain gonna come out at. Mm-hmm. That's where that. That's where that. You know, outside of the big drip talk and all that shit, when you dive deep, that's what you gonna feel. That's what you. No, oh, yeah, they those bars stood out, and that yeah, was on the first record. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So and hear that's that, why, like, damn, okay. Yeah, yeah, and when we play it back for the team, that when everybody heard that B selection and those lyrics and how I delivered it, we all knew like it's the one we want to come with. Oh, that's that's yeah. that's a joint, bro. It made me think. It made me think. It's a fact. Do you ever feel like self confident about? Where you grew up, because in hip hop culture, it's more of there. You need more of a struggle. So, mm-hmm. me, I've been to two different wars. Yeah. Now, if I went to like the VA or something, there's thank people you that for have your been service. Thank you, sir. There's people that have been way through way worse shit. Correct. So when they're like, "Are you a veteran?" I don't even like talk about. It. I'm like, "Oh, yeah." I'm like, "Yeah," but I, I, I would even say that I would never bring that up in a conversation, right? Because I feel like I would be discounted in that group. That's correct. So you're going out and performing in front of a group of people of your own peers, yes. and you grew up, they'll say, uh, in the suburbs. Silver spoon is what a lot of people like to say. So do you feel self-confident about that, Like where you're like, they're not going to respect me as much, or I have to earn the respect even more? Well, yeah, um, I, I, can't, I, would, I would be a liar to sit here and say I don't feel that energy when I walk into a room, mm-hmm. or based off of people's perception of me and what they, what they think they know, um, and... In me and in my heart, when I was younger, I struggled with it. Mm-hmm. But what I realized is people don't know my story mm-hmm. the way I know my story. You know, um, <laughs> my parents, my parents, my parents grew up with nothing. My mom grew up, uh, 
not to get graphic, but she grew up putting ice cubes in her mother's vagina to keep her from overdosing. Mm-hmm. You know? My dad grew up raising himself 14 years old in a basement, drinking 40s, smoking, selling, you know, selling this, selling mm-hmm. that. You know, um, hard times, hard mm-hmm. times. Um, but what they did was instill in us that hard work and loyalty and sticking together is what will, like, help us grow to higher heights. Mm-hmm. So, you know, even back when I first started rapping, my mom and dad weren't having the opportunities that they have today because they were still growing as people, mm-hmm. you know. Um so I look at the people who say I have a silver spoon as you just don't know my story and you don't mm-hmm. know my come up. But at the same time, I'm not going to explain myself to a bunch of people that is irrelevant to me mm-hmm. in my life. You know, um, I'm just going to be true to myself mm-hmm. and and know my story mm-hmm. and, 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 and adjust to any environment that I walk into. So at the show that Theo was at, there was a lot of artists um, that were there that rocked that stage. Are you talking 30. about golfing, golfing social? Well, Rod Rider. No, no, no. Are you talking about the first one? At, the uh, first joint. He's at Mill Creek. Right. So listen, speaking on that, though, the reason why I, I, I really, like, took a liking to you. Yeah. It wasn't just it wasn't just your performance on the stage. Mm-hmm. It was the presentation of everything. So you right. got you got your brand on. Yep. But where I'm standing at is a table with yes, people sir. and your supporters. Yes, and they got merch. So just seeing the performance and then seeing this is like, Damn, like how I, 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 I like how he moves. Like mm-hmm. it's you go to these showcases and it's a bunch of BS. Right. We got to keep right. it real. It's a yes, bunch sir. of BS. You waiting to perform after? Yeah. It's just it's just it's corny. So, yeah, you know what I'm exactly. So seeing you, mm-hmm. how you were up there, you killed it on the stage. You Correct. killed it on right. the stage. Right. Thank you. And then to see the merch and the dedication, I'm like, oh, he's serious. I yeah. like this. Yeah, and that's and that's how that's what also helped me. That's why I was speaking to that. That's what helps me walk into these rooms. Full of full of lions, full of animals, full of people, you know, and I call them animals in the sense of rat. Like them, them, them. It's it's a hungry environment. So mm-hmm. when you walk in there, I'm myself. I, you know, I'm dressed how I dress. I'm moving how I'm moving, you know. But when I walk in that stage, you're gonna feel me. In my presentation, you're gonna feel my brand. You're gonna see what I represent: mm-hmm. professionalism, hard work, dedication, and we sticking to being me. That's mm-hmm. that's what it's about, bro. That's why I took it. Like so that's what helped me walk into those rooms. No respect that. You can be the you can be the hardest dude on the planet, but if you a uh, rap artist walking into your show and you unprepared, mm-hmm. if that beat is too loud when you rapping, you feel me? It, it ain't. Mm-hmm. It don't feel the same. Yeah. So I've been to bad shows with like I'm trying to think of like uh, ACDC. I saw ACDC, so big big rock guy. I love rap. I love I love all music, honestly. And they're like you were just saying they're. Their instruments were too loud. I couldn't even hear what they were singing. Yep. So that ruined part of the show. They have they adjust it, but yeah. still, I mean, even the best. And if you can appreciate what you're going to, see, you know, a show mm-hmm. like you know, and a lot of you know, a lot of things that I do on stage, I learned from watching Kanye, Jay Z perform, mm-hmm. um, Wiz, you know, all of my girl, all of those my realm, Mount Rushmore artists that I just like. Picked up along the way. You didn't bring up DMX, bro. Spellbound. It Rest ain't hard to tell. X, you go crazy. Rest in peace. Rest in peace. To X. X. I was yes. a little young, like to grow up. You're on a year X. under. So my brother was older. You said you had an older brother. But too. I grew up on X. But like, oh, so I, I was like, 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 I ain't embraced hip hop as that mm. is like as X is part of hip hop as mm. much as I did others at the time. But I did like his. I got some records. It's some records in X, you know. So Eminem and DMX, like you were talking about, raised you. That was like my artist, like Eminem. Mm. Basically, just my my brother's four years or five years my senior, so yeah. 
everything he was into, I naturally am going to be right. into because I want to be cool. Right. Because my I'm first I, concert was DMX though. I, 1999. I would love. My, my brother went to smoked out. Make it to a X yeah. concert. He came out in the cage, bro. Oh, like, I'm mad about barking. that, bro. Oh, shit. Like, he in the cage, just coming down out the ceiling, barking. It was him and Cash Money. Yeah, okay. You went the to the joint here? Yeah, it was Philly. Philly. Yeah, everybody be talking about that joint. I didn't like, know man, what was going dang. on. My mom had an outfit laid out for me on the bed and shit when I got out of school. Yeah. And I'm like, what the hell is going on? She like, we're going to a concert. Oh, I yeah, get yeah, there, yeah. it's DMX. My brother went to the Snoked Out tour in 2001 with Snoop Dogg, Eminem. He had bleach blonde hair, all that shit. That was, that was when Eminem was on his nan. Hey. Oh, I ain't gonna lie. I, he doesn't like Eminem like a yeah, crazy person. I'm not it. I know everyone has their own different tastes. I don't like Jay Z, so I, I respect that. Eminem after Emo. I fucking well, Jay Z. You, you know, I grew up in a Nas household. Emo came out. I, was I, grew, I grew up in a Nas household, so it was not Jay Z. I didn't start listening to Jay Z till I got to college. Mm-hmm. So it was Nas, 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 and that's kind of like I snuck and started listening to Jay. Then I'm like, ah, oh, this boy hot. I could tell. I could see a Nas influencing your your art. For yeah, sure. the, well, look, look the old that. art. You I get what I'm saying? That, like the old art. That. Yeah, is, is that you? Know what I'm saying it's but, super nostalgic, bro. Yeah, appreciate tell, that. Always appreciate that shit, man. Super I would love to see. I always feel I would never. I haven't been to a rap concert. And I don't see concerts. Be fucking stupid. His concerts are so banging. I'm sorry to cut you off, but his concerts are so banging because he don't got to do. He don't do shit. He, he just, just go. My name is should Ho. be genuine. <laughs> he's just be walking around. like <laughs> cool as shit, man. Com- like, this Gosh. nigga cool. Man. Comedians. Kevin Hart talked about that on a podcast or an interview. He's like, he's like, I could have a terrible show, and I would still kill. I would still sell out arenas. Yeah. I could talk about nothing, and I would still kill because once you get to a certain level of comedian, yeah. or a certain level of musician, no matter what you do, is still the best shit they ever heard. Because no, that's just with music too. Because <laughs> think about it, like Drake, for example. Drake can put out anything right now. I don't like Drake. And it's, that's it's gonna cool. Get it's People gonna are going to listen to it. Like, yeah. ah, yeah, this is. They're going to play it on the radio. You can say and do whatever mm-hmm. you want once you get to a certain stature. Yeah. So that's how I go, man. Oh, man, I got to pay. You peed first. I'm peeing. <laughs> this bull is crazy, man. Oh. Yeah, the, the, the loggers. The, the loggers will definitely do it to you, man. <laughs> the loggers, man. My man, Corey, man. Gang. Happy to have you on this job, bro. Yeah, this is huge, bro. I'm enjoying myself for yeah, real. Yeah, we, we definitely gotta put these uh these these records together. That's 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 like that's my next thing. Like I'm you you know you might not think, but I'm really working on something like some coming to cooking up some beats and stuff that I feel as though I wanna bring to your plate. Oh yeah. And then let you like same like, vice versa. Well, you know I produce same way. Too, yeah, so, I would like I mean, to I would like to do that. Definitely like, swing, yeah, swing. Let's things. Lock in. Yeah, yeah. No, sure. it's, it's like it's like well overdue, bro. It it's is like well overdue, man. It is because your your professionalism, I appreciate, and being that. an artist is dope. Oh man, I, it's crazy because he was talking about um he was talking about artists. He was actually about hip hop artists and right. uh, what do you say, hip hop artists and rappers. Right. So look, I always do this. Mm-hmm. It's two different things. It's it artists is. and it's rappers. Mm-hmm. When I say that, I mean like. It's people that can rap, and I, I, when I say rap, I mean on the gram all day, rap, 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 thirty-two rap, bars. Rap, rap, rap. Mm-hmm. But when it comes to making a song, it's a different ball game, different bop. Yeah, like you can't make a song. So I, I always say it's artists and rappers. It's people in the game now, like right now, who being who who, who careers was held back because they couldn't do that. They can't make a song. So that's why I don't understand how people don't 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 different. You know what I mean? Differentiate the two. Like this. yeah, yeah, like rappers and artists. Come on, man. man. An artist going to take his career would probably some. be way Ooh. kiss. No, I think I think see now I but, think kisses. But I felt like there was a time where they was trying to shelf my man. 
and he could have fit in them pockets. He just needed somebody to structure his uh, situations a couple. What times. kiss? Yeah. So, right, so look, look, even, even taking kiss, taking mm-hmm. kiss situation. Mm-hmm. Kiss was the commercial Shit, one out Cassie. of the locks. Kiss was the commercial one out of the locks. Like, he, he like you got think you got he got why? I guess got he got songs. his commercial as you know it was going to get So like yeah. he he was out of the locks because you yeah. ain't getting that from. Well, I'm just saying I heard him on a murder beat with right. the uh, damn shame joint okay. he just dropped, and it's like. Why the fuck they ain't been get a murder beat if that was the case? If he was gonna sound that crazy, on yeah, him. man, I, I, I don't know, man. I always looked I think at it was him just like, people just looked at him like, ah, he good for it, you know. He even said it like he said about Khaled, like he was like Khaled called me for the thirteenth song on the track on the album, not the, not the first or the yeah, second. Yeah, yeah, no, that's real because Kiss is commercial, but Kiss is real commercial. Like yeah. it's going, he gonna give you hood commercial. Like yeah. why was huge, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Like why was uh, huge. if you think about a lot of his stuff, but when you just said Cassidy. Mm-hmm. Oh, wait, you guys were talking about Cassidy. I fucking love Cassidy. Yeah, I mean, you, you can have that, brother. Um, <laughs> I, <laughs> hey, Cassidy, I love you. He just had uh, a bad one. No, yeah. He's, really? He's still around? Yeah, yeah. he's bad one. Yeah. He's in a, and he's uh, producing. Ultimate battle league. <laughs> and he's producing now. Like He's, he's smoking weed and shit. producing. Yeah, the beats is a little yeah, whatever. Yeah, but Cass, look, Cass. you said that. Cassidy's <laughs> a rapper. He had a couple hits, but his hits And it worked. That formula worked. Yeah, his hits came from producers, though. Yeah, that's true. You know what I'm saying? Dealing with certain producers will bring that out of you. You know what I'm saying? Bring certain things out of you. But Cassidy's a rapper. Mm -hmm. Flat out. So you were talking about how, like, different people produce that. How many people do you think it takes to make, like, a a winning artist? Like, do you need a team? Or nowadays, is it okay to just have a big YouTube presence with you in front of a mic and a camera? Like, could do you think... You can necessarily reach this level of stardom. For, Corey? What happened? It's for either of you. Okay, it doesn't okay. matter. For either. You guys uh, are both musicians. To, to make an artist, to, to be an artist, it, it could take one person. It could take 30. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Depending on what type of artist you like. The thing about artistry now is artist, period. You got to find who you really are. You got to find what you're going for. You got to find your lane and you got to have mm-hmm. tunnel vision. Mm-hmm. Don't go out no side doors, all tunnel vision. And mm-hmm. you got to have a team that's going to help you get there because mm-hmm. you can't do everything by yourself. Right. And that's real. Like, even when it comes to music, like, you can make a song, right? Do a bad song. Yo, listen to this, bro. And your man to come in and be like, yo, if you switch this to that. It'd be a little different. like, damn. That just made oh, it yeah. bigger. Right. You know yeah, what I'm definitely. saying? So, yeah, I mean, for me, like, you know, you got to, like, like, I don't know. Wait, wait. Cause, all right, give me the question again because I want to give a scenario. How many people more so? Oh, how many, how many people? people or production producers or whatever behind the scenes well, takes yeah, to make an I artist? Think what, I think what Theo is just like summarizing is just your creative process. Mm-hmm. You have to, you know, you have to have one. Mm-hmm. If you, you know, how you made your hottest song, you should really pay attention to how, well, you know, where you were, how you were, what, you know, what was going on, who was around, who was giving input, mm-hmm. you know, all that stuff. And sometimes that is your formula to what, what I like to call cook up mm-hmm. and create some create some goals. So it may take. 10 or 15 people on a record um, if you have those resources. You know, okay. but in the beginning, you really got to rely on yourself and your team to try to yeah, jumpstart you there. And please build a strong team, man. Yep. Everybody that's your day Everybody one that you grew up with mm-hmm. won't be on your team, man. I can meet somebody tomorrow that is more beneficial than somebody I grew up with for 20 years. And you have to be willing to. Are exactly. you talking about me, man? Don't like, yeah, don't yeah, give me all my dog, you know what I'm saying? No, but we built something, you know what I'm saying? And we moving forward mm-hmm. with it. You know what I mean? So excellent vibe. Man. Yeah. Let, let, I, I, I like to let people like, like I said, I give everybody a fair chance. I, I let you burn your own bridge. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like I, I let you wean yourself out. Yeah. What about when somebody like breaks, like say they break a bridge, say they 
get away from your trust because I'm very like where so I I'll I'll trust you 100% but as soon as you kind of like even like fuck with what I trust you with a little bit yeah. I kind of cut you off like I kind of like blow Dep- that bridge right away like depending I- on the situation I could let people back in yeah. um when it comes to uh like business mm-hmm. if you if you fuck up some shit with me business and but we got a personal relationship we cool personally but business I'll never bring you around me mm-hmm. I'll never put you in a position to fuck up business mm-hmm. ever Mm-hmm. It takes one time. You know what I mean personally, mm-hmm. because you got to dig. People gonna do that shit on a regular, on right. a personal level. Right. So you can love people. You know I mean, play them from a distance, but it's still love. It's mm-hmm. still there. Business, nah. I holler at you. That's what. Yeah, that's similar. That's what I was talking about. So, if you guys don't, if you guys can't realize, Theo is now the new co-host of the podcast. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. You mean, <laughs> I like it. So you know I mean? me yeah, and man, Theo have had a like great relationship. Love, man. He came know? on once, and I was like, oh, down. here comes another rapper, and then I was like, oh, that's Theo. Yo, <laughs> I was really excited, and I was like, you know what? It's 2021. Bitches like that shit now. And I was real hype about it, and ever, we've had like a great relationship ever since. Uh, Excellent. What a, What about you, Corey? Do you like if somebody cut you like if somebody messes up once professionally, would you just cut them off altogether? Um, say uh, any of your team were to be late to a show that would ruin production. Like, they, like you got somewhere, somebody called you, was like, I need you here right now. Mm-hmm. And then one of your team was not there, and it was like a pivotal part of the whole thing. Well, would you find a better person than that? Yeah, I mean. Still be friends? That's a, that's a, a specific scenario. So what I'll say is like, you know, with me. I run my label like a like like a business now. Like I've transitioned myself from it just being like a personal. What's thing. your What's your label, by the way? After cash, after, after cash, cash records, yes. after cash records. <laughs> yes, sir. yes, sir. We got to look people. into the camera and see that oh, again, man. After cash records, hey. uh, you can find us everywhere. After cash records on YouTube. Uh, you can Google us as well. We official label, yes, sir. That was yes, sir. smooth, man. Like you, okay. I, I always try to like let people go. I was like. Painted the camera. Right there. <laughs> Boom. Right, oh, or right here. I like Cash Records, YouTube, LLC, you know, all of that stuff. We 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 doing big things. Merchandise is sold out completely. Um, it's lit. Drive. Well, I like Drive. You have your you have your own camera right there, sir. Oh, and then I'm right here too. At the cash records on YouTube, available everywhere. You know, go stream and running things up at the cash records. Hey, YouTube. <laughs> Always gotta promote, bro. Always promote. I appreciate it, man. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So I forget where we were. Where the fuck were we? No, it was, about, it was more so about the business, which you were saying. Oh, yeah, yeah. I kind of run it like specific. a business, so I hold myself accountable for a lot more than I used to. You know, um, I don't expect the dude to just see a flyer on my page and know, like, easy, you're supposed to be shooting this. You know, I've kind of given him a week or two mm-hmm. to, to know, like, what we're doing, how we're moving, um, because th- and that came with me having to realize that I have to buy all the way into what I want to do. You know, I obviously have to work and earn money for my family. My wife also works and stuff as well, mm-hmm. but I have to earn money for my family and earn money to fund the things that I want to do with my label. Mm-hmm. Um, so I can't split myself. I have to split myself that way in the sense of I have to give my time to work and I have to give my time to music. Mm-hmm. But um, my business is round the clock. So, mm-hmm. you know, I'm going to text easy while I'm at work if I forget um, that I have a podcast interview today and i want you to come with me and shoot that and this is the time we'll be there and this is how it'll go mm-hmm. you know stuff like that so i hold myself accountable so let's just say this right mm-hmm. let's just say easy mm-hmm. easy e- that motherfucker again easy you know right. what i'm saying easy i see you easy yeah. um let's just say easy today mm-hmm. easy falls asleep just be out of nowhere in right. the crib and he doesn't make it here how does the 
I'll say this in business, including easy. I'm going to professionally firmly let you know how I felt about what happened. Mm-hmm. Right. But in business, because I grew my, we, I, I come from a family business. I know that things happen. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I have to be, I have to give you a chance to make it right. How many strikes you giving easy? Okay. Uh, easy got easy got like easy got like easy got like three strikes. And the thing about it is, I don't even you know what. And I'll say three strikes because it's just it sounds good. But easy, easy you can fuck up fu- three times. Go he ahead. never fucks up ever. <laughs> like it's rare. It's rare that easy would up, ever man. ever mess up. That's what's up. And when he messes up, I'll tell easy how I feel. Mm-hmm. And because we've grown and built a relationship, mm-hmm. he'll he'll respond back like, bro, yeah, I understand completely. Mm-hmm. I'm on it. Or uh, if Easy forgets, like I'm strategic about how I want to drop my videos. Yeah. I love my visuals, so I want to drop it at three o'clock. I should have this joint at like at least like twelve. Yeah, and Easy will be texting me at like two. Like it's rendering right now. I'm, <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah, I, 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 I feel your pain, Easy. It's tough sometimes <laughs> and, to put shit together, man. And when, and, and when I know he's all, and when he knows he's really messed up, I'm sorry, Easy, bro. You my dog. When he know he really messed up, he'll say. I can upload it to your YouTube if you want. <laughs> I'll be like, no, nah, I don't want you to Bell upload it. Yeah, no, that's, that's hard. But like, so so taking that, I understand that. Now, mm-hmm. if Easy didn't fall asleep, but he, he ran into a little chick this today. Right. And she had his attention the, the whole time. And he like, Good oh, question. shit, I couldn't. I'm going to tell him about his money. I'm going to talk to him as my friend. I'm going to tell him. No, no, I ain't going to get you, Judge. Yeah. I'm just, you know. I'm going to tell him. You know. I'm going to tell him as my friend, bro. You know, like, this is this how, <laughs> how my man paying his bills. And, 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 and I would never speak on what we work out as, you know, payments and stuff. Mm-hmm. But, um. We we got money to make, bro. You got money to make for your mm-hmm. lady, bro. Don't 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 ever let that let that do something unless it's something serious, you know. Because I have a family, I know how this shit go. There's been times I did nut shit to easy in the sense I nut shit in the sense of, bro. I, yeah, man, she holding me. Yeah, yeah, me. I'm late, you know. Like, but yeah. you know, uh, for for the most part, it's it's never an issue. But if it were, I would address it straight on. And you know, you're gonna feel how you feel. But this is my art, mm-hmm. and I and I ain't and it ain't free. Mm-hmm. You know, in the sense of anything, I know everything. Everybody got a price. Everything is mm-hmm. nothing in this world is free. No, real shit. It, it you know? seems like y'all got a real solid foundation, man. And yeah, that's, and that's what you need to even be successful right. out here. Bro. But even with a corporate business, I give you a chance to make it right as mm-hmm. well. You know, somebody mistreat me in the store or something. You, if I'm letting you know how I feel, you see that I'm coming from a place of just like professionalism. What's right? What's wrong? Make it right, dude. Mm-hmm. And if you don't, then it's fuck out of here. You know? No, that's that's. Yeah, easy motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> easy mellow, man. Easy mellow never no, that's, that's, Wait, that's is his, real, all right, what is you don't have to say what his real name is, but is it even close to that? Like how did he get that name? Is it just cause he's so chill? It's got an E in it. <laughs> okay. Eric Mello. Long story short, I made an email. I had a nickname of Easy when I was younger. Uh-huh. I made an email just I put the mellow with the fun shit and then people so, me. Okay, so he had a his email. Xbox my name. You don't, you don't well, my no Xbox. 2K work, man. My nah. Xbox. <laughs> you don't want no two K work, man. He ain't talking. Man. To, he talking what was your no, Xbox no, name? No, you don't want no parts either. We can bro. do it. We can do hey, it. Hey, what was your Xbox name? What was your uh, username? Okay, my oh Koryak X after Cat ACR. What about you? Yo, Doche. I was what? <laughs> mine was what? Are you drunk? Because whenever I fucked up, I could just say I'm drunk. My first Xbox tag was <laughs> Young Low because I used to love Polo and I swore like I was like the staple person for Polo. Yeah. So I was Young Low. And, um, yo, but look, but I got away from to that. Speak on that business stuff though, like mm-hmm. uh, cutting people off. Yeah. Now one thing about uh, like with business, 
when you got people that been around years, right? Whatnot, you just give them chance after chance after Correct. chance, and you just keep doing it. One thing I started learning about business: in order for you to succeed, them chances got to slow down. You do. You know what I'm saying? Even if that's your homie, you got to just let it go. Like, I mean, you can't be a part of this because I can't move. Now, I've I've been stagnant just from doing that. You Mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? Oh, we got to get this done. And he just let you down, let you down, let you down. And now you're just sitting in a spot where everybody's looking at you. You know what I'm saying? Like, everybody's looking, damn, what are you doing? Well, yeah, and and I've experienced that. You know, when I first started rapping, we kind of glossed over it a bit. I was in a group called Grammy Entertainment, me and my friends. Okay. The guy that one of the guys that were in that that was in that group, the other artist at the time, was the dude I made the oldest track with. Okay. So me and him had a vibe, you know. And in more ways than one, we did some good things together. We threw shows, you know, we threw one of our shows, I think we was all like nineteen. We each took home like fifteen hundred a person. Like this fucking show was sold out. It was fucking cops out. It was crazy. And we had a run. Um, but what I had to accept is that friendship does not supersede what I'm trying to do here, mm-hmm. you know? And I was just growing tired of getting five opinions on one move that I knew would be good for our group. No one assumed their position. No one made a role. Mm-hmm. And we were too young at the time to tell anybody what to do. So my best foot, putting my best foot forward was to leave the group and to do something different and separate from my homies who, you know, that was hard. But... It was the best thing to do Facts. for me. Facts. What was your favorite? What's your favorite band of all time? Now, mm-hmm. me and Theo have talked about this, and Theo doesn't necessarily agree that they're a band, but it's a bunch of musicians in one group. No, they're rappers. Wu Tang Clan, the best fucking band of all time. Right. Now you can agree or disagree, and if you do disagree, I want you. No, I'm kidding. What the best band? Theo, what is your favorite band of all time? I told you already. It's the Roots. The Roots wow. is a great band. It's a good pick. The Roots, man. Like, but at this point in their band. career, aren't they just like a... They still out here. They still... Who 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 show they on? Jimmy Fallon's Jimmy um, Fallon. The Night or Show. Or just the drummer. Oh, yeah. No, they're no, all on They're all on there. Black yeah, Daughter's on there, too. And they had yeah. the Roots picnic every year. They the host band, right? Yeah, host band. Yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, that, I mean, uh, they're great, but Wu-Tang Clang's way better than them. Wu-Tang Clang, Wu-Tang Clang made they staple as well. I think it's the best thing to ever come out of it. But that's not, I don't look at it as a band. That's a, that's a group. That's, that's a rap group. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's still a band. It's a group of people. It's true. I don't know. All right. D12 versus with, including Eminem, D12 versus Wu-Tang Clang. Who's better? Wu-Tang. Yeah. That's a group. But it's still a, it's a group of musicians together. Yeah. See, I used to play in a band. So if you, if, yeah, I, and you, oh, you know what? That, right? I, yeah, I just yeah, thought yeah, of the song D12, the song Band. My yeah. band, my band. Now band, I feel like I band, fucked. Band, and they, they were like annoyed that they call, people like called them a band. Job. So I, I don't even remember that shit. And then Eminem said, I'm the lead singer of my band. Myself, so I said, yo, this beat is crazy. Oh, now I realize that I actually am wrong because D12 is a group. made the song Band because they didn't want to be called a band. Exactly. God damn it, I'm wrong. All right. The gavel goes to the goes to Theo, sir. You you've won this one. Thank you, excellent. Sir. God, you know. Well, my favorite band mm, will probably be a band called LTD. Um, it's this old older band from probably like the seventies, maybe. But their lead singer Jeffrey Osborne is one of my favorite singers ever. Jeffrey and Osborne. I, yeah, you get some time. Take a look at him. He's a really good singer. But long story short, my mom raised me up on him, like, riding the car, cleaning the house. We was listening to LTD, Jeffrey Osborne, you know, all her old greats, like, you know, all that stuff. So that's probably my favorite band. My second favorite band would probably be, like, that I'm familiar with 
which was also probably a group, would be um, what's uh, I like the Beatles. Like I like a lot of their music. Uh, and John Lennon is like one of my favorite. Like, I love the Beatles in general. It took me a long time to get into the Beatles because I was like, oh, all old people like that. They played them every morning on our on our um, morning announcements at Up at Derby. Yeah, and all the kids would be like, turn this shit off. And I used to kind of be like, oh, that shit kind of sound kind of all right. Like, Dude, they they invented like pop music, basically. Like yeah. music that would just be played nonstop. And the love stories and <sighs> stuff. And then just the preaching of freedom and all you need. You ever heard love. the song Yesterday? No. I Have believe you? I've heard that one. Yesterday. But I also all like my troubles seem so it far away. When I start to drink, I'll just sing anything. But listen to Yesterday. It's one of the best songs or ever made. All You Need Is Love, right? All you need is love. All you need is love. Dude, Beatles fucking killed it. It's really cool. I like, like it. you gotta like. I'm gonna go listen to the Beatles. Check you, them out, yo, bro. Yo, you yo, might yo, yo, piping them right now. <laughs> you might sample some shit. <laughs> yeah, I'm yeah, shit yeah, I'm I have you. the records, by the way. Like so, <laughs> so my dad has a bunch of old music. records, <laughs> and I've been playing records because I just showed my girl. Um, uh, what do you call that? Uh, not a turntable. What do you call a record player? Okay, and. We've been listening to, like, my dad's old records. Oh, fucking the Beatles, man. They're fucking so good. Like, they just hit after hit was... I used to think, like, ah, oh, it's all bullshit. But no. The Beatles, like, perfected what music is today. Yeah. Like, they perfected the hook. They perfected the chorus. They, they, everything It was, it was came- dope. It was dope what they were creating. And like I said, like, uh, for me to still, like... I followed, ended up following John Lennon once they like, like once I, I, I did my history. I wasn't born. Obviously. What do you mean you followed John Lennon? He's dead. I, I, I liked his like, I followed his career, like learned okay. more about him and some of the things he did and like how he helped the Black Panthers and he was just like John Lennon was a really dude, good dude. He was a really good dude and yeah. he preached a, a crazy message and he had his trend, he had his made his mistakes, but yeah. overall. To get popped outside of his uh, apartment like that was cool. John, John Lennon. That's how he died? right in front of his lady, man. Damn, for wow. real. Have a good night. I ain't never. Crazy. Yeah, John Lennon died right in front of his hotel. Yoko Ono. Yeah. Well, Yoko Ono ruined the Beatles. That's the reason the Beatles broke up is because Yoko Ono. Once you get some good pussy, apparently it just whatever happens, <laughs> hey, bro. Man. And there it is. It starts the test of time, man. These women. Good these women pussy since the beginning of the time these has women. been the reason for everything. Hey, man. Wars. <laughs> Continents, fucking best bands ever. Everything will disband. War They're comes at the from... root of a lot of problems. Yeah, yes, very much so. Yeah, me. Uh, People need to stop being so soft. No, oh, that's, that's rat, fact. Bro. I get hard for my girls. So let me. <laughs> As do I. <laughs> love and then what? Right. So speaking, still, still getting back to like love, love and then what? Yeah. Let me ask you your priority list. Okay. Like one, two, three, four. Like, what's main priority? Which. How how does it go? Like with music, with the family, with with wifey, with the kids. Like how does it go? Mom, well, dad. Well, well, this is how I look at it. If I with my music, I don't feel like, hmm, I don't feel like I'm reflecting uh, a bad light on anybody in my family. Right. You know, I feel like what I put out there. Um, obviously, if it's a, an explicit song, I'm talking about some content that shouldn't be for all ears. Um, but I would never put something out there that I think would embarrass or make us look bad. So the the priority is family. Mm-hmm. That's number one at the top. Because if I have a bad dream where I lose my family, it don't feel right. You wake up like, babe, it's like, you all right? Like, or mm-hmm. you touch a leg mm-hmm. or something. You know, it just doesn't feel right. They're, 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 they're my backbone. That's the ones I need to even 
to even to lean on when <laughs> when dad ain't making a good song or you know or whatever it is and then second is music it's music because the music is what i truly want to be doing in my heart it's what i want to do every fucking day i heard you speak about music and uh, you know, I do my homework, like I said, so I watched a lot of the interviews and I felt every word. I tried to call you actually on FaceTime because I didn't have your number just, or I did have your number, but I didn't know like, you know how to, yeah, I didn't know if it was saved. I was just trying to get to you and I was trying to tell you like, man, when you was talking about your music and how it means so much to you, that's why that's number two for me because it does. Mm-hmm. I would rather be doing shit like this. No, I would rather be shit. doing interviews with you guys and. Not have to, not have to wake up tomorrow morning at six a.m. and go to fuck the word. Well, that's everyone's dream here. So <laughs> I started this fucking podcast because I was depressed after my breakup, and I felt like podcasts and were the only you. way to find a outlet to all the depression, all the shit I was going through. That's so true. Like you need somebody just to talk about the fuck, not the weather, the fucking whatever the fuck's going on in the world. Whatever's on your mind. Yeah, and, and you just want to hear somebody talk about something normal when you're going through that. Depression. I mean, music, was, again, was a huge mm-hmm. thing. I started listening to songs that I never thought I would listen to. Right. Like, I used to make fun of songs. Yeah. And then I went to a breakup, and I was like, yeah, you yeah, you tore my heart me. open. You left yeah. my heart. Yeah, <laughs> like, some bullshit. I was like, this is some pushy shit. It, it's a passageway to you, to, to just to your heart, your mind, your feelings, yeah. all type of There's stuff. There's, like, different levels. Like, you listen to love fucking John Mayer in the beginning of the breakup. Yep. Then you're like, DMX, like, fuck that bitch. Yeah. Like, you get pumped up with like exactly. music is a huge part of it. That's why I don't get why people don't don't it. You know, I, I get what Theo was saying when you say you know he doesn't want to say anybody's trash because, like we said many times throughout this this interview here, it's all it, it's something for everybody. You yeah, know, real talk. Yeah. You real. never really caring about heartbreak music uh, as much, or mm-hmm. never really appreciating it. Maybe caring about it, you know, hearing it and be like, oh, that sounds good, but. Really being able to live with it and have somebody rapping or singing word for word how you may or may not feel is pretty cool. It's it's crazy that you said though, like family is the top of the priority, mm-hmm. right? Because yeah. for me, you know, don't get me wrong, yeah, family is everything for me. But when it comes to the music aspect of it, like how how deep I'm I'm in it, yeah. Sometimes family family will take the role of just regular people out. You know That's why? Right. Because they don't take it serious. Mm-hmm. Until something big happens. So yeah. me saying that I'm a rapper, I'm an artist, I do this. Um, they don't actually be that supportive. Oh, t- yeah, I see you, T. That's yeah, true. I see you. That's like, true. yeah, you d- like, but it's not. True. It's not a thing of, damn, T. When the next joint, so I could come. Yo, let me purchase this. Let me do this. So right. like, and my that's the priority part. is. Mm-hmm. That's why it's my my daughter and music yeah. are everything, and my daughter raps. So yeah. it's Pretty all cool. ties in. Yeah. It works out for me. Right. I don't have to really worry and about that. And that's the part. That's the part that, like, um, you know, that's the part that I, I, I obviously just didn't speak on. You know, there is so many times where the family and the music is just mixes in a bad way. You know, and it, it is, it is something that I guess I've just accepted. Mm-hmm. You know, um, and what I've also accepted is the fact that being as though, if you ask me to make a list, I put family at the at the top. Um, I've accepted that if I don't succeed in this music the way I would like to, that may be why. But I'm just I've just decided to live with it, no, you know, bro, because of what me spiritually, physically, mentally may need, you know. Mm-hmm. So hopefully I can prevail past that. But I do know it's second on the list, and that yeah. shit that it, shit it, it bother me even categorizing it that way. But it's it's just it in eat, my heart. It, like, eat, it eats mm-hmm. at you, bro. Like it, it, it really eats it's at true. you. you know what I mean, I don't even watch certain content with artists that I feel like. 
I might be watching an interview with an artist and be like, what the fuck is this dude even talking about, man? <laughs> I should be up there. No, facts. No disrespect to him, you know? Just mm-hmm. It's just that competitive nature, like. Mm-hmm. No, that's that's a you fact, know, man. So. Some people uh, don't know how to conduct themselves. Yeah. I just, I my family now is just starting to listen to it on right. episode 31, 32. I, know, I have no it's idea what it is. pretty cool. But they think of me on this podcast. So in my family, I'm the most reserved person. People think of me as very reserved. And they're like, oh, you are sitting there denigrating women. I'm like, I have never said anything disrespectful unless it's like a preview. Yeah, You'll see me talk shit on everybody on a preview, but it's basically me chopping together things I've said throughout the podcast yeah. to make me sound like I'm saying something different or you're saying something different mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. he's saying something different. It's media. Yeah, I don't. I really don't care. Like, unless it goes mm-hmm. to my job, and even if it went to my job, I, mm. oh, how about this? Would you quit your job for your craft? I did it. I left the post office when everybody said, "That's a great job. Don't do that." Like, family, like, look down at me for yeah. leaving the post. Family, look they looked down at, at you me as for, immature. Yeah, like, why would you leave that government job? Because I don't want to be working. In, in, Broke down like you right now. And mm-hmm. I'm not even trying to be funny or smart. Yeah. But look how you walking right now from 30 years of working for somebody that don't give a fuck. If you can't make it in, they'll find the next motherfucker. That's correct. Fuck that. You know yeah. what I'm saying? You ain't doing me like that. Yeah. Um. What I... You have a family now. Remember? Yeah. I have a family. And that's why that's number one on the list. So mm-hmm. the answer would be no. But then also just, just to throw this in, I work for a family business. So... At times, honestly, I do feel trapped into chasing a dream for my family that wasn't mine. Mm-hmm. And it's hard to live with mentally. Mm. I think about it and I'm just like, I'm giving my parents essentially 78, 60 hours a week mm-hmm. that is helping them accomplish their dreams. Mm-hmm. But, uh, I know mentally, overall, that's not how I should look at it. So mm. it's hard sometimes, though, for sure, because I know what I want to be doing. And then I got to look at Riri and um, Callie and, you know, my wife in the bed or eating at a table and know, like, I ain't going a certain route to get no money in this house mm-hmm. because my freedom means too much to me. Mm-hmm. I've seen too many people die, too many people go to jail, too many people lose everything behind it. So I have to kind of just live with my decisions and keep pushing. Mm. That's in I respect that. But it's hard, bro. I respect that cuz I know I I know mm. probably like it probably eat at you. I wouldn't get that real with nobody else except my man Theo like. Yeah, no, real shit. I, and I Justin, probably, he's a great person too. Yeah, Justin. <laughs> Justin. You know I mean? Listen, okay. but I, I know it probably eat at you. Like yeah. like I I know it does. It like does. because even in my situation, right? Mm-hmm. I got a lot of people around me that's talented that we all in one team. Not saying that it's all mind of my own, but we all in one team. Yeah. And I always tell them because they got families and whatnot, and they, they got to attend to that. Like, they can't move how I move. Like, if I up and fly somewhere, they can't just up and fly. They got to set it up. Talk about they it. They got to be. Mm-hmm. So I always tell them I could be the sacrificial land for everybody. Yeah. Just because I'm in the position to do. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? My responsibilities is not where yours are. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I, I watched Jay Breakfast Club interview the other day. He said that about Ye. Uh, yeah. You know, and I'm sure he still feels that way even after all the shit they went through. But he said... Kanye is the guy that has to go over to the other side of the hill and say, the Indians is over. You know, the the, mm-hmm. the, the, the enemies is over there. Sorry, yeah. not the Indians. The enemies is over there. Yeah. And they, 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 you know, they got bow and arrows. They got all type of shit. Yeah. And then we all go. 
behind yeah. his lead. It, you it, know, granted, so sometimes like, you gotta be the person to draw the line in the sand. Exactly, and be like, bro. Like this I, is how it's going. I take all the losses for us to succeed. It's hard. I'll definitely take the losses for us to succeed, long as I know that I. It's a us. Yeah. It's a us thing. You know what I'm saying? I, as long as I know that you got my back. If I fall, mm-hmm. if I fall too hard, I know that you got me. But I'll yeah. be the sacrifice. Sacrificial lamb, sacrificial lamb to get us to where we need to be. You know when they say, I put my foot in the door, but y'all gotta help me push it open. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So like I, like that's Respect. where I'm at. You know what I'm saying? So like seeing you, somebody like that, as family oriented. Yeah, put family first, bro. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, like you said, that's going to be the ones it's the that backbone. got you. It's, back, the, it's right? what is what I, you know what I mean? What I lean on, what yeah, I stand it, on. It, yeah. It, is that's that's what it is, man. Gotta accept it. Oh uh, man, I respect you for that, man. I, I see you, man. It. Yeah, I appreciate yeah, big it, man, my guy. You already know. So Theo, we were you guys were just talking about backbones and we've already talked about the importance of relationships in music. You are no longer in a relationship. Who do you fall on for your backbone now? Uh number one, my man Rel. Um Oh hey Rel. Yeah, Rel, it's crazy. Remember we was talking about uh, day ones and whatnot. Yeah. Rel, not a day one. You get what I'm saying? But he's a day one for me. You know what I'm saying? Is he saying? a trainee so, guy? Nah, it's crazy. Like, he, my cousin told him about my music. He mm. became a fan. We had long talks with great dialogue. Like, we had real long talks about a lot of different things. And he ended up being, like, one of my closest friends. Like, he, he's one of them people that I could say certain things and he knows... He knows my body language. He know he knows everything about me. Where I could walk in this room some days, and I just be like this, and and I come in like, damn, what's wrong with him? Nothing might be wrong. The blah we've talked yeah, about on your you know episode. I'm saying, and it's just me. But he knows how to take it. Where other people, oh, man, he on some nut shit, and they they leave you or don't want to be around mm-hmm. you. Where he understands me. My brother Thomas, uh, he the me. smoothest yeah. talker. Yeah, you know what I'm saying this side, dude. Not even of the Mississippi. This side of the fucking equator. I think he's sleep. He's fucking over there. <laughs> he's sleep with the glasses on. Eh? My daughter is like blowing me up. I'm gonna just give her a quick second. Just... Say hello, daughter. Hi, uh, you stinker bug. You want to say hi to the radio show? Hey. <laughs> say hi to the guys. Hi. <laughs> Mom, I'm doing an interview. She fell. Oh gosh, are you okay? Okay, daddy mode. I'm sorry, you see my man. No, you good, man. (laughs) Ooh, that like it hurt. All right, I'll talk to y'all in a minute, mom. I'll call you back. All right. Sorry, What do you call your grandmother? Grandmom, my mom. What do you call her? I call I call my grandma. I call her grandmom now. It was my mom for years. Oh, I I grew up. Yeah, you definitely. What is your What is your daughter call your mother? Oh, she calls my mom. My mom. Yeah, yeah. That's her mama and her pop up. What about you? Nah, she calls my mom, mama. She says the whole name, Mama Marquita, and Pop Up Teddy. Okay, see my, so my mom basically like strategized a way to keep me away from my dad's side growing up. Mm-hmm. So she called them other mama and other pop up. <laughs> so I started to say it to their face, which was super disrespectful. And I, I was a kid, I didn't realize it. Right. So speaking on this names, real quick, just real quick, just real. Quick. I'm gonna make this quick, right? Sure. What do you call your mom and dad? All right, so my dad, I normally call John oh. Judge because his name. His I'm saying, name like, is, if you call him, yo, dad, what you doing? Or yeah. you talking to your sibling? Yo, do you say my dad? Oh, my yeah, mom? I say my dad, my right. mom. So I say John Judge. I don't know why I do that. <laughs> so, so my brother will be like, yo, you talking to my mom? I'm like, no, I didn't talk to my mom. Did you talk to your mom? 
Yeah, you know, it's, yeah, it's, it's crazy, right? I don't know why we do that. So, because <laughs> it is my mom at the end of the day. Speaking Maybe of them this, man, this is crazy, kids. right? So look, me and my siblings, my mom and dad, their names are mommy and daddy, right? But it's a name. It's more so not like a like. You get what I'm saying? It's like like her name is Marquita. Mommy right. is her name. You get what I'm saying? Right. So. It's funny calling it like me and my brother was having a conversation, mm. and I was in uh, like eleventh grade or some shit. But I'm on a bus with my homies, so we having a conversation, and I'm like, "Yeah, no, uh, Daddy said it was on a couch." Like, you know what I'm saying? He said the third yada yada yada. I'm like, "No, call Daddy because he be on that." Sh-. And everybody around me was just looking at me. Yeah, the fuck, who is Daddy? That might have been where it started from ass, for me. Like, <laughs> who is Daddy? Like, and it was a bid. You know what I'm saying? And not even a, a, a real thing. That's. That's all I wanted to know. If y'all yeah. really co- like, yeah, man, it's probably just us. Yeah, <laughs> uh, real shit, man. That, that yeah, shit. Yeah, it's my mom and my dad uh, to even my siblings. No, nah, see, it's, it's mom and daddy. <laughs> now everybody's always called me by like my full name growing up, mostly by my last name. So my last name's Judge. Judge. Thus, the reason for the gavel, ah. sir. We got um, a nice touch. We got to do something with the gavel. It's a nice touch. Gotta be like a game or something. I like the gavel. Well, there's a few games that you may not have seen yet that we do play on this next podcast. We'll do with the drinking episode. I'm probably gonna get drunk and gavel a little too much. Yeah, I'm bringing bread and water. Yeah, <laughs> gonna lit. be drinking like Jesus. Yeah, man. <laughs> <laughs> Turn that shit into wine. <laughs> oh man, but no. Um, what the fuck was I just talking about? I got into Jesus. The names. It, it was the names. It was uh um. Before the, oh, yeah. yeah, everybody's always always call my dad John Judge just because he's one of those guys that just walks in at the worst time. You can't be like, Judge's dad walked in. It's like, oh, John Judge walked in or Mary walked Damn, in. his name John Judge? Yeah. And then he named you Justin Judge? He's like the fourth, too. So I could have been JJ. a fifth. Ah. He's, he, no, he has four J's. He's a junior, actually. John James Judge Jr. John, there's Damn, James Judge. J's? Yeah, I was this close to being a, a John. I was this close to being a John, but my mom fucking ran the household. So my name's Justin. What's up? Um, but I mean, John's. A, I don't think it's a bad name, but it's so fucking basic. That would have been a basic shit. You know name. a few Johns. In every your life. Every guy or every white guy specifically over thirty is named John. Like every time I meet somebody, I'm like John or Bill. Yeah. Yeah. See. See what I mean? Shout out to John. Like even my <laughs> even the whore, my ex, her dad's name was John. John. Yeah, everybody's name is fucking John, bro. It's so basic. Yeah, she's a fucking whore. Know that shit and understand look, 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 it. Look at the passion in his voice when he said that motherfucker. Yeah. Right, if you want to fucking get me into this shirt, yeah. no, no, we don't want to see that shit. <laughs> you don't want to see me angry. It's not yeah, fun. Yeah, nobody looks. Nobody, nobody wants to see me angry. <laughs> No, bro, I don't want to see you angry, man. No, this is, this is love and then no, what podcast, good bro. Love and then what? And we have our our, our guest Coryak, man. After Cash Records, gang. All right, Corey, let's get into what would you like to promote, sir? Uh, all right. So, um, I would like to start with uh, Family First, which was on the number one list. Uh, my daughters, they are starting a YouTube channel, which is called Callie and Corey Show. Um, essentially, what it is is just a day in the life of them every day. Um, I feel like we treat our daughters extra special. I feel like they have unique personalities and it's something that, uh, my oldest daughter definitely wants to do. Um, is this something that you push on them or they, 
ask no, you. No, it's something though. that. Well, my daughter's my my Corey's only two, so she goes along with the show. Yeah. Um, but it's something that my stepdaughter would like to get into. Um, when I met her, uh, I immediately knew what I call star quality. Like mm-hmm. she's just a a a a free butterfly who wants to socialize and talk with everybody. Um, and she knows exactly who she is. So with that, um, I did a few test runs and recorded them and, and recorded her and asked her to tell me about her day and spot on, boom, every time she's able to just, you know, fall right in line and turn it on, as I like to say. So um, she's been beg- begging me and nagging me, and she sees all the things that I do. She would like to. She wanted to come today, but I just told her, like, just stand down. We'll like we'll we'll, we'll work something out. <laughs> we can definitely but have them back She just wants home. to be a part of it, and she she embraces every part of my music. She dances all my songs, all that stuff, and and she tells me about lyrics and stuff and beats, and she'll be like, "I don't like that song," or "I do like that song." So I knew she wanted to be in front of the camera. Mm-hmm. So it was a like a joint effort with all of the family, and then once my wife thought it would be okay, Corey got older. She's showing that she's a bit outgoing. So Callie and Corey's show will be coming to YouTube very soon. Mm-hmm. Um, episodes filmed and shot by, uh, not filmed and shot because it's the same thing, but filmed by my very own cameraman, Easy Mellow. Easy Mellow. This yes. fucking guy over here. Guy guy. Easy <laughs> Mellow. We gotta do this every time you say his name. <laughs> bringing my, bringing my, bringing my, bringing my kids into the business and just letting them do their thing. Mm-hmm. You know? So, um, I would like to promote that. Also, I have an album out, EP, which, uh, Apple Music called it. I wish they would just erase it because my album can be two songs if I want, but I guess an album is not considered, uh, you need, I think you need more than six songs. So there's mm-hmm. six songs on the album. It's called Drive, uh, well over 25,000 streams, which is big for me. That's um, a lot so for I was just so grateful for all of the love and um, how far it reached and um, just like all of the people from my side in my area in that, in that Upper Derby area that just been supporting me and just showing so much love to the merch, uh, which sold out in like two hours and just like, everything um so drive is out now on all music platforms um and coming this summer is my compilation album from my label which is called welcome to after cash uh mm-hmm. that'll be out sometime this summer i want to drop the date so bad but it's going to put too much pressure on me so it'll be here this summer um it's going to feature every artist that is uh affiliated with my label i have no one signed uh, mm-hmm. or anything like that but we have affiliations people that work with me all the time my mm-hmm. brother um my cousin uh, a couple other people um, and theo doce is going to make that that album and he is going to kill shit i already know thank you um and uh uh yeah that's all i got to promote right now i appreciate it bro thank you sir theo listen man listen right out out right now i got a video called water dripping you know what I'm saying? Go check that joint out, it's man. It's a lot of teams. And, and you know what? I want I want to say this, man. I shout out to everybody that came because it was a lot of people that flaked on me on that day. It made me have to go a whole different route and way. Because I wasn't invited, by up. the way. I didn't know just yet. You know what I'm saying? Right. Mr. Judge wasn't in my life yet. But shout out to everybody that showed up for that joint, man. I truly appreciate y'all. But out right now, water dripping. Amazing. You know what I'm saying? It's Amazing a, that's record, a dope bro. job, bro. A good vibe, a colorful video. Uh, How you uh, like this? Uh, shit. A lot of, a lot of, a lot of dance moves you know going saying? on. You know just, mean? just, just a great I don't even vibe. Dance a lot, man. I but, loved it, bro. Uh, I, I loved appreciate everything you, bro. about that video. You know what I'm saying he always showing love too, man. Yeah. One thousand. Yeah, I mean you a real dude. Got to, bro. Got to be. Well, the thing is with like anyone that is a creative, let's just call it a creative musician, no matter what it is. Yeah. If one creative thrives everybody thrives if one fish eats they all eat 
So true. So always try to put yourself and other people around you forward because there's no reason to just hog all the food. Yeah, I mean. Everybody needs to eat to eat a big meal. Everybody true. eats, B. Yeah, when everybody my, eats. When I dropped my last, my, my album, Drive, um, the day before it came out, I posted every producer, mm-hmm. everybody that helped me create that album. Mm-hmm. And I just, it, my, my, my message even on Instagram was, um, y'all need to fuck with these producers because they made some hot stuff for my album. Mm-hmm. I'm done with them for now, but like. Here, here they are. Here's their tags. Here's mm-hmm. their pages. Everything from my cameraman, Easy Mellow. He is available to the public just as much as he is to me. Um, and I want to see people win. So you cannot hog all the stuff. For what? What's the point? Yeah, I'm going to holler at Easy. How do you find Easy? We've talked about Easy a lot, actually. Easy. Uh, you know what's funny? The, ir- the, I- the irony in this. I met Easy in photography class. I was in my senior year or junior year. Senior year, right? Easy. Do you want to come around to where he is so everyone can see who you are? On, because bro. we've talked about you a lot. Easy. Oh, he took the glass off. <laughs> cool see, it in the face. I was in the senior year of my uh, of my high school career, um, and I had so many credits. They wanted me to leave school early, but I was like, nah, I need to be doing some shit. So I went to photography class, and I learned how to develop slides in the dark room, you know, all these different mm-hmm. things. Learned how to print T-shirts and screen printing and all type of stuff. And Easy Mellow was my classmate. Mm-hmm. And me and him hit it off like crazy. Mm-hmm. I was an, uh, an asshole in high school. And I got good grades, but I was just like the funny kid. So Easy, do you want to promote anything? Just because we've talked about you yeah, a lot. Man, um, just real quick, you know, also, you know, shout out to Talk Corey. to your camera, sir. Yeah, shout out to Corey, too. Because when we first started everything, you know, when I got out of high school, Corey is the first artist that gave me a chance. Mm-hmm. You know, he, were, he was like, yo, I remember it was tight in high school. I just started doing videography. I had like a little nut ass three hundred fifty dollar camera, you know, a little lens on it. But Corey was like, "No, like we was tight in high school, and I see you grinding, so I want to give you the chance, you know." And our first joint, we went out to Vegas. Yes, sir. We went to Vegas. We did a vlog. Oh, Vegas. We did like a little music video out there, and we got it popping. And since then, since that's like 2012, 2013, something like that, me and Corey been tight. So. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And also, I'm an artist, too. I rap. I make beats. I'm in a band right now. Shout out to the hey, house. The house. piece band. Oh, know. yeah. yeah I'm I'm guitar. I've been playing guitar for 11 years, you know. Easy, mellow. So, but just, you know, like we said before, just creatives. This is how I make my money. This is how I'm able to sustain my living. So I felt what you were saying. I had a nine to five. I was working with SEPTA. I quit. People was like, SEPTA? Why would you leave? I'm like, why would I stay? You know, when you have a goal, nine to five, you should use your nine to five to get to your goal. It shouldn't be, I'm here just because this is what we're here for. I mm-hmm. had a goal. I had to save a certain amount of money, a certain amount of equipment I needed. Mm-hmm. I got everything I needed. Mm-hmm. I had a little cushion, and I said, we out. I quit. Out, I went to, my, went to my main office and told my manager and my boss, y'all, I quit. I'm good. And since then, you know, I took the leap of faith. And by God's grace, between people like Corey and just other artists I work with consistently, I've been able to make a living off of it. So... You know, everybody's got to take that chance. You know, invest that money into your craft, whatever it is, whether it be rap, whether it be videos, whether it be photo, whether it be a podcast. Um, I actually have a podcast, too. You know, I shoot it myself and edit it all Sir, myself. you're the next guest. I don't know if you realize this, but you're coming <laughs> back on. Do you drink easy? 
Yeah, I drink a little bit, a little bit. No, I see a little bit. I had a couple. Go, you ain't gonna fuck with us. No, 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 because we ain't drinking beers next time. It's start with straight shots and then pop bottles. You know what I mean? We ain't gonna put on no models, man. I know y'all are in relationships and shit. No models will, no models will be here. Except my girlfriend Ashley, she's the model. Oh no, yeah, yeah. I got the model too. But yeah, man, that's all. I don't really have nothing to promote right now. Just check me out. If you're looking for some video work, follow me on Instagram at E A Z Y M E L O W and check out my band, The House T A. Oh, you cool as shit. H O U S. Every and we out. Thank you, sir. See, the whole point of this podcast is everybody has a story. Correct. Whether it's the person behind the camera, the person that works at Wawa, yeah, the musician who's in front of a million people, yeah. Everybody has a story. So true. And that's the power of this podcast is I want to hear everybody's story. We want to hear everybody's story. Amazing. And all of you can come on, whether you work at the dollar store or you are rapping or singing in front of a million people. We want to hear your story. So dope. This is a podcast for you, not for me, not for Theo. It is for Corey today. So I, I <laughs> no, can't say it's, Corey, not, it's definitely man. for Corey today. It's Corey, for my, game, my game, man. Corey, Corey definitely man. killed it today. So it's definitely for Corey today. For Corey one time, Sorry, man. it's definitely for Corey today. But even anyone that's behind the scenes, it doesn't matter who you are. You come on this podcast. Come on You this can podcast, tell man. your story. Corey, story. Did, did you have a good time on this podcast? I had an excellent time on this podcast. This podcast is something that is the you can get in at the ground floor right now. So you should. Um, shout out to my man, Theo Doce. Shout out to Justin. This is a podcast where you are completely comfortable and you are completely, you need to be completely transparent because we're trying to create great content. So, thank love you, sir. and then what podcast. I really appreciate y'all so much. Man. We appreciate thank you, you for sir. Coming, really, man. I really. love having everybody on the creatives, the regulars, the moms, the dads, the pops. I don't care who you are. If you want to come <laughs> on and tell your story, we all have a story to tell. That's correct. Big facts. Please come on. Look us up at Love and Then What, Love and Then What.com. You can find us on YouTube. Oh, it's excellent work, man. Jeez. Oh, man. Jeez. Bro, everybody's, everybody already hit me up on the frame. Like, oh,